Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's topic is how to qualify for liberation. And the verse that we're discussing is chapter 5, text 26. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupahakadamahyam Dadatisva Padantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanvitam Tamsajeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhanvitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhano Sute Devi Pranamami Haripriye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Shrimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. So today's topic is how to qualify for liberation, chapter 5, text 26. <clears throat> so, please repeat after me word by word as you see here and then we will do line by line. Kama, Krodha, Vimuktanam, Yatinam, Yatachetasam Abhitaha. Okay. Just in case you see here Abhito, Abhito, and here Abhitaha. This is Sandhi, rules of joining and uh, uh, division. So Abhitaha Brahmanirvanam Vartate Vidita Atmanam. Sorry, Atmanam. So when we are chanting word by word, we chant the pure form of the word. And in the when it is said in a shloka like that, then depending on the uh, joining and uh, division, the pronunciation slightly changes according to the grammatical rules of Sanskrit. Yeah? Now let's chant line by line. Kamakrodhavimuktanam. Yatinam Yatachetasam Abhito Brahmanirvanam Vartate Viditatmanam Kamakrodhavimuktanam Yatinam Yatachetasam Abhito Brahmanirvanam 
वर्तते काम फ्रॉम डिजायर्स क्रोध एंड एंगर विमुक्ता नाम ऑफ दोज हु आर लिबरेटेड यतीनाम ऑफ द सेंटली पर्सन्स यतचेतसाम हु हैव फुल कंट्रोल ओवर द माइंड अभिता एश्योर्ड इन द न्यू फ्यूचर ब्रह्म निर्वाणम लिबरेशन इन द सुप्रीम वर्तते इज देयर विदित आत्मनाम ऑफ दोज हु आर सेल्फ रियलाइज ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपोर्ट बाय डिवाइन ग्रेस एसी भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जय सो ट्रांसलेशन दोज हु आर फ्री फ्रॉम एंगर एंड ऑल मेटीरियल डिजायर्स who are self realized self disciplined and constantly endeavoring for perfection are assured of liberation in the supreme in the very near future <clears throat> so just before we go further a point here so this is of this is a description of those people who qualify for liberation who are not even liberated yet but how to get there see are assured of liberation assured means it is not yet they have not yet reached they are assured of it and in the very near future hmm so we'll read the purport and then we will uh, try to explain it more purport of the saintly persons who are constantly engaged in striving towards salvation one who is in krishna consciousness is the best of all the bhagavatam 4.22.39 confirms this fact as follows सेंसेस as effectively as those who are engaged in transcendental bliss by serving the lotus feet of the lord uprooting the deep grown desire for fruitive activities so this verse says that only the devotees who are completely absorbed in krishna's service are able to control the forces of the senses which are otherwise impetuous even not just ordinary people or you know um no i mean those who are adhira like you know uncontrolled people cannot control their senses no even the most uh, self controlled and even great sages who are trying to endeavor for perfection but who have not taken to devotional service even they cannot conquer the senses but a devotee can easily conquer the senses and it is another thing is mentioned here कर्माशयम ग्रथितम उद्ग्रथयन्ति संतः लेट्स गो टू द एक्चुअल वर्स इन द भागवतम यू सी द वर्ड टू वर्ड मीनिंग वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट वर्ड्स आर यूज्ड इन हियर यू सी कर्म फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज आशयम डिजायर द डिजायर फॉर फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज ग्रथितम हार्ड नॉट उद्ग्रथयन्ति रूट आउट कंप्लीटली अपरूटेड द हार्ड नॉटेड डिजायर्स फॉर सेंस ग्रेटिफिकेशन और फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज to who santah the devotees yat pada pankaj palasha vilasa bhaktiya hmm. 
see they they are enjoying vilas means enjoyment you see vilas enjoyment so bhaktiya by devotional service they are enjoying life so much that they don't have any karmashaya hmm those who have karmasha they are called also another word for it is moghasha it's a, it's a, it's a, um asha means hope hope it's a vain hope it's a hope against hope and bhagavad gita explains that 912 moghasha mogha karmano mogha gyana vichetasah राक्षसीमासुरीं चकृतिम मोहिनी श्रिता बैफुड इन द होप्स सो इज कर्माशा इज ऑलसो नथिंग बट दिस बैफुड इन दर् होप्स बेसिकली बिकॉज दे आर हैविंग डिजायर फॉर फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटी वॉट इज फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटी द मीन्स यू डू एन एक्टिविटी एंड यू आर एक्सपेक्टिंग द फ्रूट फॉर दैट यू आर वर्किंग फॉर द फ्रूट ऑफ दर एक्टिविटी ट्राइंग टू एंजॉय the fruits of our labor so that is basically sense gratification we work hard for what for sense gratification so that sense gratification in different varied forms forms they are the fruits of our actions so we want to enjoy those fruits of sense gratification earned by our hard work so called so that is moghasha here moghasha mogha karmana karmanah you see baffled in fruitive activities that is another thing even while doing the activity itself will be baffled and in the hope of the result that we are achieve uh, i mean trying to achieve even they those hopes are baffled our actions how to do how not to do we are baffled in many ways and mogha gyana three things mogha mogha asha mogha karmana mogha gyana baffled in knowledge look at that were baffled in many ways and vichetasah chetasa means you know consciousness vichetasa means bewildered rakshasim so let's read the translation those who are thus bewildered are athe- attracted by demonic and atheistic views in that deluded condition their hopes for liberation now here we are talking about how to qualify for liberation today's verse and here it is said in that deluded conditions their hopes for liberation their fruitive activities and their culture of knowledge are all defeated opposite path if we take to demonic ways what is demonic way which is not devotional service vishnu bhakta smrto daiva asuras tad viparyayah two kinds of people are there one devotees of vishnu or krishna and the others are not devotees of krishna that's it two types of people so those who are not devotees they are classified among asura or rakshasa so they those who are not devotees of krishna will never the hopes of liberation fruitive activities and culture of knowledge all will be defeated now another verse is there is karmasha 5 here it is the word is used karmatmakam see parabhavasta vadabodha jato yavanna jignasata atmatatvam yavat kriyastavadidam mano vai 
As long as one does not inquire about the spiritual values of life, one is defeated and subjected to miseries arising from ignorance. Be it sinful or pious, karma has its resultant actions. If a person is engaged in any kind of karma, his mind is called karmatmaka, absorbed in material activity. This is absorbed. Huh? If a person is engaged in any kind of karma, his mind is called karmatmaka or coloured with fruitive activity. As long as the mind is impure, consciousness is unclear. And as long as one is absorbed in fruitive activity, he has to accept a material body. So this is baffle, bafflement or bewilderment. So going back to the verse, this karma shayam grathitam santaha. So the uprooted, the whole desire for fruitive activities will be uprooted from the heart of such a devotee who is engaged in devotional service and getting great satisfaction from that. Tadvanna rikta matayo. See. Rikta matayaha. Persons devoid of devotional service. Yatayopi ruddha sroto ganastam. See, yataya means ever increasingly trying. Api, hmm? even though ruddha stopped, srota ganaha, the waves of sense, gra- sense enjoyment. Tamaranam bhajavasudevam. Na, never. They can never stop those who are devoid of devotional service. Riktamataya. Sroto ganastam aranam. Aranam means sharanam. Worthy to take shelter. Bhaja Vasudevam. See? Very clear. This uprooting the deep grown desire for fruitive activities. This this word is also used in Srimad Bhagavatam in another way. 11 to 50. Nakama karma bijanam yasya chetasi sambhavaha vasudevaika nilayaha savai bhagavatottamaha. One who has taken exclusive shelter of the Supreme Lord Vasudeva becomes free from fruitive activities. Again, that fruitive activities. Which is, which is kama karma bijanam. Which are based on material lust. Today, the topic is kama krodha vimuktanam. Here, nakama karma bijanam. Na kama. Uh, this is same as kama vimuktana, kama krodha vimuktana. Because krodha can only be gotten if there is first of all kama. So if kama itself is not there, na kama, then finish. No more uh, other contaminations. So one who has taken exclusive shelter of the Supreme Lord Vasudeva becomes free from fruitive activities which are based on material lust. In fact, one who has taken shelter of the lotus feet of the Lord is freed from even the desire to enjoy material sense gratification. See, even freed from the desire. Plans for enjoying sex life, social prestige and money cannot develop within his mind. Thus, he is considered Bhagavatottama, a pure devotee of the Lord on the highest platform. Hmm. Mona Sachdeva is asking me, Hare Krishna Prabhu, speak Hindi. Sorry. 
I am much more fluent in English and also if I speak Hindi, some people cannot understand. Like some people are Chinese, some people are Hungarian, some people are like and other, you know, some people may be Tamil or, you know, they may not be very fluent in Hindi. And I am also actually not that fluent in Hindi, I am much more fluent in English. So kindly excuse me for that. Um, in the condition... In the conditioned soul, the desire to enjoy the fruitive results of work is so deep-rooted that it is very difficult even for the great sages to control such desires, despite great endeavours. Now, let's, let's try to understand the depth of it. Now, here we are talking about Kama Krodha Vimuktanam, Yatinam Yatachetasam. You know, this is coming out of the influence of Kama and Krodha, lust and anger, it's not a cheap thing. It's not a thing to be taken lightly. Huh? It's because sometimes, you know, we think, oh, you know, oh, big, big Vishwamitra Muni also failed, Saubhari Muni failed, we laugh at them, oh, they, he married Menaka and, I mean, he had sex with Menaka and he had his daughter and Saubhari Muni married some 50 princesses. Uh, you know, we can laugh at them. But, what about us? <laughs> compared to their kinds of tapasya, where is our tapasya? Now you may say, Prabhu, here it is stated, no? Devotees, very easily they will go and uh, no, no problem for them. They will easily control. What kind of devotees, let us see. Okay? That is, all, that is the whole class about. That is what this class is about. What kind of devotees can actually cross? Hmm. Okay, let's, uh, we are already coming to the end of the thing. But it's a very nice uh, explanation. This shloka that is there in the purport here is also very nice. We'll go there. Um, even great sages cannot control such desires despite great endeavours. A devotee of the Lord constantly engaged. Okay, remember the word. Constantly engaged. Not like a devotee of the Lord engaged in devotional service. No, no. Constantly engaged. These are important words. In devotional service in Krishna consciousness, perfect in self-realization, very quickly attains liberation in the Supreme. It is also confirmed by Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita where Kshipram Bhavati Dharmatma Shashvachantam Nigachati. No, not that. Um, 12th, 12th chapter. 6 and 7. Nachirat Partha. Tesham Aham Samudharta. So, ye tu sarvani karmani mai sanyasyamat paraha ananyenaiva yogenam mamdhyayanta upasate. Tesham Aham Samudharta. Mrityusam sarasagarat bhavam inachirat partha. Maya veshita chetasam. But those who worship me, giving up all their activities unto me, and being devoted to me without deviation. Yeah? Without deviation is the word. Ananyena eva. Ananyena eva. Ananya. Anya means what? Anya means other. Ananya means no other engagement. Exclusive. So, Ananyena eva yogena. That kind of, those who are devoted to him without deviation, engage in devotional service and always meditating upon me. See, always. Again, the word always. Without deviation, always. Having their, having fixed their minds upon me. What is fixed? That means not moving. That means constantly again. Fixed means it is not moving at even one point of time. 
that is fixed if it is moves even one second that is not fixed that is chanchala so again this also refers to constant uh, having fixed their minds upon me o son of pratha for them for them i am the swift deliverer from the ocean of birth and death oh chan hari krishna prabhu i am going back to godhead see you there huh <laughs> not like this uh, this is serious engagement uh, it's not like, oh, i am prabhu i am also having japmala kanthimala tilak kurta dhoti bas devotee no no <laughs> So, a devotee of the Lord, constantly engaged in devotional service and Krishna consciousness, perfect in self-realization, very quickly attains liberation in the Supreme. Owing to his complete knowledge in self-realization, he always remains in trance. To cite an analogous example of this, honestly, this verse, I did not know it was a verse here. I knew the example that Srila Prabhupada gave, that the tortoise raises its um, offspring just by meditating on them. Now, this is actually the verse. I don't know where this is from though, but this is a beautiful verse. Darshana dhyana samsparshair matsya kurma vihangamaha svanya patyani pushnanti tathaham apipadmaja By vision, by meditation and by touch only do the fish, the tortoise and the birds maintain their offspring. Similarly, do I also, O Padmaja. Now, you see, I think Padmaja means maybe, not Padmaja, Padmaja, that means male, probably. It'll, that's what I understand from Sanskrit grammar. Padmaja means female, Padmaja means male. So, maybe it's Lord Brahma and Lord Vishnu probably is telling him. And this is my guess, speculation. But, you see, Darshana. So, darshana dhyana samsparshair, matsya kurma vihangamaha. So, that means darshana is done by matsya, dhyana is done by kurma, samsparshair is done by vihangamaha. Vihangamaha means birds. So, uh, swani, swani means their offspring, Apat, sorry, apatyani means offspring, children. Pushnanti means nourish, uh, their own offsprings, they nourish by these methods. So the fish nourish, nourishes its offspring just by seeing, just by looking at them. You may think, how come? Well, we can't understand these things. Uh, but you can see, like for example, the plants, they are looking at the sun and then they are getting nourished. Is that not also some... Actually, there are yogis, accomplished yogis, who can do that, who can just subsist on sunlight. Now, for us, you to, to think of something like that, this, wow, this is like, how to live on sunlight. That's a great yogic power. But the plants already have it. So, the fish already have that power to maintain their offspring just by looking at them. And the, the kurma, dhyana, you see the dhyana is done by kurma. Kurma means tortoise. Tortoise and how it meditates on its offspring. You see here, the next paragraph, this is the final paragraph of this purport. The fish brings up its offspring simply by looking at them. The tortoise brings up its offspring simply by meditation. The eggs of the tortoise are laid on land and the tortoise meditates on the eggs while in the water. 
Similarly, the devotee in Krishna consciousness, although far away from the Lord's abode, can elevate himself to that abode simply by thinking of him constantly, by engagement in Krishna consciousness. He does not feel the pangs of material miseries. This state of life is called Brahma Nirvana or the absence of material miseries due to being constantly immersed in the Supreme. So just like the tortoise, why these examples are even given here? Because they are cultivating something just by seeing or meditating or touching. Uh, so, um, especially the example of the tortoise, meditating. The tortoise is in the water, eggs are on the land and he is meditating on the eggs and nourishing them. How? So, the Lord is, I think, the, I mean, which is what I understand, the Lord is speaking to Lord Brahma, who is born of the lotus, so it's called Padmaja. So, the Lord maintains um, everybody, just like the fish, tortoise and birds maintain their offspring. Now, because we may say, um, who is maintaining all of us, you know, and we say, oh, the Lord is taking care of us, then the atheist will say, where is God? How, how do you know? I am working and I am maintaining. Now, we don't understand that the Lord can maintain us just by looking at them. That's by meditating on, meditating about us. And the Lord is actually sitting in the heart looking at us. And meditating when this, when this fool will come to me. Hmm. And he is sanctioning everything that we want. So, he is nourishing us. Of course, all the facility is his facility. Every energy is his. So, he doesn't need to personally come and, you know, hold... And you know, like, no. Just by looking at us. Pashyanti Panti Kalayanti Chiram Jaganti. I'll show you. Every morning we sing this in during Darshan Arti. Right? You see, he is maintaining by just looking. In fact, he created also just by looking. Sa Aikshata. Sa Aikshata. Sa Lokam. Imam. Asrajata. He has created just by seeing. And he can maintain just by seeing also. And he can destroy also by seeing. In fact, at the time of destruction, it is said that um, the Lord becomes so angry with um, the living entities. He is thinking, oh, how come I have given them so much chance for how many trillions of years this universe has existed? Still, these people are not interested. Then he becomes so angry um, that you know his eyes generate um, fire. And that fire becomes a fire of devastation. Now let's look at this. Pashyanti, Panti, Kalayanti, Chiramjaganti. Pashyanti, see. Panti, maintain. Kalayanti, manifest. Chiramjaganti, eternally the universes. See, I worship the Govinda, the primeval Lord, whose transcendental form is full of bliss, truth, substantiality and is thus full of, more, full of the most dazzling splendor. Each of the limbs of that transcendental figure possesses in himself the full-fledged functions of all the organs and eternally sees, maintains and manifests the infinite universes, both spiritual and mundane. Look at that. He sees and maintains. Pashyanti, Panti. And Kalayanti, manifests. Creation. Also happens just by seeing. So in this way, he is doing so many things just by seeing. That is... Why? Because of the omnipotence of the Lord. Shukram. In Ishopanishad, the word is used Shukram. Saparyaka Chukram Akayam Avranam Asnaviram Shuddham Apapavidham. 
Now here, see, Angani yasya sakalendriya vrittimanti. All his senses are interchangeable. He can do the actions of every other thing with one sense. You know, so he is not limited like us. We can only see with our eyes, but he can impregnate with his eyes. He can maintain with his eyes. You know, he can he can create. He can destroy with his eyes. I mean, not only eyes, any part of the body. So that is Krishna, omnipotence. The meaning of omnipotence is this. So, darshanadhyana samsparshair matsya korma vihangama swanya patyani pushnanti tathaham apipadmaja. So, the tortoise, the eggs of the tortoise are laid on land and the tortoise maintains, meditates on the eggs while in the water. Similarly, devotee in Krishna consciousness, although far away from the Lord's abode, can elevate himself to that abode simply by thinking of him constantly. Hmm. So, we also have that power. Now, we, have, we are seeing that the Lord has the power. The the, the uh, tortoise has the power, and the fish has some power. The the birds have some power, but we also have the power by the grace of the Lord that we can also cultivate our devotion to the Lord just by being here and meditating on the Lord. We can cultivate this relationship from in from this material world. Hmm. That state is called Brahma Nirvana, Nirvana. So. Um, similarly, the devotee in Krishna consciousness, although far away from the Lord abo- Lord's abode, can elevate himself to that abode simply by thinking of him constantly. By engagement in Krishna consciousness, he does not feel the pangs of material miseries. He does not feel the pangs of mis- material miseries. This state of life is called Brahma Nirvana. No more. No more pangs of, no more suffering. Hmm. The body may go through a lot of suffering, but he does not. Identify with the body. Even if the body is destroyed, he doesn't feel any pain. He does not feel the pangs of material miseries. This state of life is called Brahman Nirvana or the absence of material miseries due to being completely immersed in the Supreme. This is called Samadhi. Completely immersed in the Supreme means Samadhi. Samyagadhiya Tesmin Atmatattva Yathatmyam 244 Purport See, Samadhi means fixed mind. The Vedic dictionary, the Nirukti says, Samyagadhiya Tesmin Atmatattva Yathatmyam When the mind is fixed for the understanding of the self, it is said to be in Samadhi. And Samadhi is never possible for persons interested in material sense enjoyment nor for those who are bewildered by such temporary things they are more or less condemned by the process of material energy so this is this verse now we're talking about well, let's go back to the verse kama krodha vimuktanam yatinam yatachetasam abhito brahma nirvanam very very um, near future they will get Brahma Nirvanam, Vartate Viditatmanam. Now for those, Kama Krodha Vimuktanam. Now Kama means to enjoy this material world. Krodha means to um, be angry. Right? So, and what is not anger? Anger means when you when you are angry at somebody you will do harm to that person right or you at least intend to do harm 
to that person most of the time we harm ourselves with the anger <laughs> by planning by doing all the plans to harm the other person we are actually harming ourselves because by all those thoughts of karma krodha we are getting so much worked up our mind is completely agitated and we are the ones who don't have the peace of mind when we are angry huh um of course one should get angry when the lord is criticized or when the bona fide devotees are criticized that is based on another karma see karma leads to krodha if um, if the if the desire is based on my sense gratification then i will get angry on the basis of my sense gratification if the desire is to satisfy krishna's sense gratification then my anger also will be um, based on krishna's sense gratification if that is disturbed then then i will get angry so that that anger is proper anger so there is a proper use of anger hmm. so kama krodha vimuktanam now um when we are angry we want to do harm to that person now what is harm himsa himsa means harm violence um, now we have already seen many times this purport um 12 135 of madhyalila jeeva himsana what is the until what point are we actually in the platform of krodha we have to understand prabhu i don't get angry prabhu i am very peaceful you know i don't really care about you know when people say something well <laughs> krodha means harming people right and that harming we are doing as long as we are not preaching then there is still plat- on the platform of krodha see here madhyalila 12.135 jeeva himsanam the word jeeva himsa envy of other living entities ichha dvesham so when we have dvesh or envy then we become angry the word jeeva himsa envy of other living entities actually means stopping the preaching of krishna consciousness preaching work is described as paropakar welfare activity for others those who are ignorant of the benefits of devotional service must be educated by preaching if one stops preaching and simply sits down in a solitary place he is engaging in material activity if one desires to make a compromise with the mayavadis he is also engaged in material activity a devotee should never make compromises with non devotees by acting as a professional guru mystic yogi or miracle man one may cheat and bluff the general public and gain fame as a wonderful mystic but all this is considered to be dust straw and grains of sand within the heart so very strong uh, instruction here that if we stop preaching then we are engaging in krodha that means to go and qualify for brahma nirvanam uh, this uh, liberation we have to preach hmm and then all our karma or all our desires will be only about thinking how to preach how to expand how to um reach more people with this message one is anxious always how to uh, do welfare activity for everybody by spreading krishna consciousness then only actually can we come out 
and you know our mind can be completely controlled when we are engaged in preaching work devotional service should be done um, unfailing avyabhicharini then only we become brahma bhuyaya so here brahma nirvanam right now chapter 14 text 26 mamjayo vyabhicharena bhakti yogena sevate sagunan samatityaitan brahma bhuyaya kalpate elevated to the brahman platform brahma bhuyaya when one who engages in full devotional service unfailing in all circumstances avyabhicharena vyabhichari means prostitute a, a woman who is not fixed on any man so she is called a vyabhichari avyabhicharini means a woman who is very very chaste who is never even in thought thinking of another man so that kind of uh, chastity we must have for krishna otherwise it is we are engaging in prostitution of the mind the mind is like a prostitute instead of being thinking of krishna now we are like in a day we are going to so many topics uh, this is prostitution so when we when we come out of this prostitution and engaging in chastity chaste thinking of only krishna without fail that means not even a single moment missing then that is bhakti yogena sevate sagunan samatithya etan then only one can transcend the influence of the modes of material nature until we come to that platform we will still be influenced brahma bhuyaya elevated to the brahman platform so that's why you know when we give the comparison of non devotee and devotee on one hand we show vishwamitra fell down another way another um, example devotee we show haridas thakur did not fall down but in our practical experience every day we are like falling down and we know many people who also you know came to krishna consciousness and they fell apart and then went went away they did not like continue they also fell how come you are saying devotional service we can't fall down you know we will we will be nicely going back to godhead and all people are falling down left right center including me so the thing is we have to come to this stage then yes one will not fall down but the problem with the other processes of meditation or whatever so called self realization processes problem is we cannot even come to that stage where we cannot fall down that's why it is said riktamataya those who are devoid of devotional service they cannot come to the platform where from they cannot fall down yadgatva nanivartante taddhama paramam mama so that krishna's abode is not only that he is abode but <coughs> anybody who has attained brahma nirvanam he is actually living in krishna's abode only even though he may physically look like he is living in this world he is actually living in krishna's abode and once he goes there nani vartante he will not come back to material uh, state state and um this verse is there in shrimad bhagavatam canto 3 chapter 26 text 27 now i think it's the other way around 27 and 26 327 26 yes एवं विदितकृतिर्मयीमसंयुंजत नापकुरत आत्मा चित 
अपकुरुते द इन्फ्लुएंस ऑफ मेटीरियल नेचर कैनॉट हार्म एन एनलाइटन सोल even though he engages in material activities because he knows the truth of the absolute and his mind is fixed on the supreme personality of godhead why is first of all why is an enlightened soul engaging in material activities that means even if he is not exactly he is engaging in material activities he is engaging in activities in contact with all the material things like for example shri prabhupad he traveled like any other businessman would of course he traveled at the age of 70 which a businessman wouldn't uh, he had the energy of a youth actually he traveled like any other businessman or a sportsman and um, he had you know um, started society the international society for krishna consciousness many other organizations are also there in the world um, or you know he traveled in a car or a plane or he used uh, buildings he used vehicles he used machines dictaphones printing press so many things he used which materialists also use so the difference is the bhava and the bhava is the thing that changes the quality of anything prabhupad once said many times i think um he said because the the temples that were there in the like in in the beginning for example um new york Shri Prabhupada was actually operating from a storefront. That was the temple, and uh, people were coming there, and he was uh, holding classes and everything, and kirtans. And he said, "What is the difference between this room and the one beside it? It's the same concrete. It's the same space. It's entirely the same thing. But what is the difference?" Krishna uh, Prabhupada said the bhava is different here we are trying to serve Krishna and there they are you know serving maya in different way in mode of goodness passion or ignorance whatever it is if they are on some slaughter meat shop or something that is absolute mode of ignorance so wise i mean uh, accordingly goodness passion according to the work that they are doing so it is the our state of mind it is our activity what we are doing so that is what actually governs uh, whether we are in touch with the material nature or not so now the influence of material nature cannot harm an enlightened soul even though he engages in material activities because he knows the truth of the absolute and his mind is fixed on the supreme personality of god now <clears throat> <clears throat> these are actually very very important verses it's long long purports actually i want to go through um 327 the same chapter 21 and 22 and 23 because there it mentions what kind of devotional service actually qualifies us for liberation oh prabhu i am devotee i am getting liberated no 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 what is the quality of devotion that actually will qualify us for liberation so let's look at this 327 21 we'll try to go through the purports as well okay because this is very interesting and very important topic for all devotees shri bhagavan vacha animitta nimittena swadharmena swadharmena malatmana tivraya mai bhaktya cha shruta sambhrataya chiram 
tivraya remember that word okay we will see that often tivraya <coughs> means serious intense these are the words that are synonyms for tivra the supreme personality of god had said one can get liberation by seriously discharging devotional service unto me and thereby hearing for a long time about me or from me by thus executing one's prescribed duties there will be no reaction and one will be freed from the contamination of matter what is that again seriously discharging devotional service and hearing for a long time now shruta samhritaya chiram chiram means long time like we say chiranjeevi especially i don't know about anybody else but you know in my in our family i think indians many families they do you know the elders they they bless the small children when they are born or you know when they have birthdays or something like that they say oh chiranjeevi 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 bhava that means may you live very long that's why they say many happy returns of the day many happy returns of the day means many may you have many many birthdays that means may you live very long so that you can celebrate many birthdays so anyway there's no point living so very long life here in this material world but here you see shruta samhritaya chiram hearing for a long time and tivraya mai bhaktya cha seriously intensely tivra means you know when the heat of the sun is in the mid noon you know that heat is called tivra intense it's it's um uh with a lot of power force with a lot of um, uh, intensity yeah so tivra now let's read the purport because the purport is also very important see how a devotee can remain in this world without getting infected with the modes of material nature is stated here nicely sridhar swami is explaining in the purport Shridhar Swami comments in this connection that by association with material nature alone one does not become conditioned let's read that again Shridhar Swami comments in this connection that by association with material nature alone one does not become conditioned that means just by associating with material nature we won't become conditioned what then by what we become conditioned conditional life begins only after one is infected by the modes of material nature by association with material nature alone one does not become conditioned it begins only when one is infected by the modes of material nature now if somebody will not understand the example is given here if someone is in contact with the police department that does not mean that he is a criminal as long as as long as one does not commit criminal acts even though there is a police department he is not punished similarly the liberated soul is not affected even although he is in the material nature for example um police car may be very nearby or the police station may be just next to us but if i am if i have not done any criminal act i will not be worried about the police station in fact i feel the protection of the police of the government because there is law if anything happens i can so i can take shelter of the police station in fact whereas for the thief the police station is the last place he would want to see police car will be you know he will getting his heartbeat you know his heart rate is a, 
rising just police car passing by uh, so this is uh, because he has done criminal act so he has to be he is infected and therefore he has to fear maya a devotee because he does not do any sense gratification he does not fear maya hmm. so that's why sridhar swami said just by association with material nature alone one does not become conditioned conditioned life begins only when after one is infected by the modes of material nature so we should stay away from the modes of material nature and that is done by taking shelter of krishna daivi hesha gunamayi mama maya duratyaya maamevaya prapadyante maya metam tarantite and that is 714 of bhagavad gita and there is 11138 of shrimad bhagavatam and 10885 of shrimad bhagavatam these all verses say the same thing 7.14 uh 1.11.38 and 10.88.5 right remember we should all have notebooks actually these these lectures we should have notebook and we have to note down all these points and then go refer later okay try to make that a habit so similarly the liberated soul is not affected although he is in the material nature even the supreme personality of godhead is supposed to be in the association with material nature when he descends but he is not affected like he comes to the world right what this is material world but he is not affected he doesn't touch the material world why how come it is said that he doesn't touch because he has his own bubble you know nowadays there is this bio bubble like sportsmen for example they are in this bio bubble or when you travel you know there is bio bubble so shielded from the covid-19 virus you see so similarly um the devotee is in his own bubble of krishna consciousness and it's a very strong bubble so even though he navigates this world he is in his bubble and he is shielded from the influence of maya and that's why he doesn't come in contact and krishna also when he comes he is in his own bubble he brings his own dham here when krishna comes he brings his dham he brings his associates his paraphernalia everything here and therefore he lives in that bubble only although apparently he you know he is in this material world and all hmm. like there was news that um, now there is some cricket uh, series going on in india and they are you know playing seemingly in that uh, same city as there are um, as Uh, i mean in the same city where there are many covid 19 you know cases going on but uh, they are playing without any mask and everything because they were they are in this bubble they're not infected by that you see uh, like i mean this is just one example i mean everywhere i think there are other sports are also going here and there i think tennis is going on and not only sports i mean even uh, what is that business trips and even this uh, this travel restrictions and uh, travel bubbles and all this it's all on the same principle that people are going from one country to another but in a bubble so they're not getting infected by the virus there is a protocol so if we follow the protocol of devotional service we remain in this bubble and not in a bad way sometimes bubble is used for a wrong way like oh you are in your own bubble you know you are you are not seeing the entire truth not in that way not in a confined way but shielded we are shielded that that is how a devotee lives in this world 
Hmm. And not only is he shielded, but anyone who comes to him, he will shield him also. Just like the virus of Maya is infectious, his devotion is also infectious. And whoever comes in contact with him, the virus of Maya will be gone. And he will become shielded by, um, he will get the vaccine. <laughs> Maya vaccine. Actually, Maya is the disease. So, Yoga Maya vaccine, he will get. And then, that's it. No more. So, um, Similarly, the liberated soul is not affected although he is in the material nature. Even the Supreme Personality of Godhead is supposed to be in the association with material nature when he descends, but he is not affected. One has to act in such a way that in spite of being in the material nature, he is not affected by contamination. Although the lotus flower, this is another example of a bubble, like a bubble. Although the lotus flower is in association with water, it does not mix with the water. It does not become wet at any time. It is always dry. Although it is not always in the water. This waterproof, uh, similarly we have to be maya proof. So that is only by devotional service. Uh, and constant devotional service. You know, when there is a crack in the devotional service, then maya can come in. Like, you know, like imagine just a bubble. What is a bubble? Like, you know, just a bubble, you know, in the air. You know those soap bubbles they do? They blow all the bubbles. So now imagine one bubble. Now, if I prick, if there is one hole, the bubble is gone. Similarly, if there is one crack in our remembrance of Krishna, the bubble is gone and we are fully vulnerable to Maya. So, that's how it is, you know. So that's why we have to be very careful, not a single moment should be gone. We will come back to this purport. We'll just go to this one two nine thirty-six. Sahanistan Mahachidram. Eh? Where am I? Samoha Sachavibramaham Yan Muhurtam Shanam Vapi Vasudevam Nachintaya Nachintayet. Okay, all the way down a little bit up here. Yes. So in the Vishnu Purana it is said, Sahanistan Mahachidram Samoha Sachavibhramaha Yanmuhurtam Kshanam Vapivasu Devam Nachintayet. If even for a moment, look at that, that's a bubble burst with one prick of Maya. So if even for a moment remembrance of Vasudev, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is missed. That is the greatest loss, that is the greatest illusion, and that is the greatest anomaly. So, the bubble is gone. So, uh, to be in that bubble where we are not infected by the virus of Maya, we have to be constantly ananyenaiva yogena maam dhyayanta upasate. So that is very important, that constant, that tivra, tivra word is very important. And hearing for a long time, not that, Prabhu, I read Bhagavad Gita, I finished. What kind of finishing is that? Tivraya, on and on and on. Prabhu, I read Prabhupada's books one time. Of course, that itself, many devotees can't say that. But even if he does, that is not at all. You read one time, what you will remember, what you will understand. 
you will understand something but there and even if you understand that that understanding will be lost if you don't hear again so you regularly hear nityam bhagavata sevaya anukirtanam anushravanam means every day hmm. without uh, stopping so where were we Hmm. See, although the lotus flower is in association with water, it does not mix with the water. That is how one has to live, as described here by the personality of Godhead Kapil Dev. Animitta nimittena svadharmenamalatmana. Let's see what is the word to word. Animitta nimittena. Without desiring the fruits of activities. Again. Karmashayam grathitam udgrathayanti. And that can only be done how? Yat Pada Pankaja Palasha Vilasa Bhaktya. When one is actually on the platform of happiness in devotional service. Swadharmena by executing one's prescribed duties, Amala Atmana with a pure mind. Tivraya. Serious. Again, Amala Atmana. This is very important also again. Because with a pure mind, seriously we have to do devotional service. If I come to devotional service with something, other motive, and you know, or if I'm not purely engaging if I'm having other thing or I'm distracted or I'm trying to false with everybody and you know oh this devotee said like that that devotee said to me like this this that this that then who is this Sujan please don't send so many messages like that one is enough huh? in the comment section there's too many comments it's distracting okay so Tivraya okay one can be liberated again how to, qualification for liberation, right? So, we're talking about that now. One can be liberated from all adverse circumstances simply by seriously engaging in devotional service. How this devotional service develops and becomes mature is explained here. In the beginning, one has to perform his prescribed duties with a clean mind. Clean consciousness means Krishna consciousness. One has to perform his prescribed duties in Krishna consciousness. Please, um, Sujan. Please don't do so many messages. Don't type so many messages. No need. One is enough. Because I, I need to sift through all the comments to answer the questions later on, if, if there are any. So, kindly don't um, leave so many messages in the comment section. Only when necessary, yes, please. Uh, you can you know enter the comment. In the beginning, one has to perform his duties with a clean mind Okay, that we have read. One has to perform his prescribed duties in Krishna consciousness. There is no necessity of changing one's prescribed duties. One simply has to act in Krishna consciousness. In discharging Krishna conscious duties, one should determine whether by his professional or occupational duties, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is satisfied. I think, my dear Sujan, I don't know who you are. But I don't think you are understanding what I'm saying. Don't leave that many comments. Otherwise, I think we can't allow you to be here. <clears throat> In discharging Krishna conscious duties, one should determine whether by his professional or occupational duties, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is satisfied. In another place in the Bhagavatam, it is said, Svanushthitasya dharmasya samsiddhir haritoshanam. You see? Lalita Sakhi Mataji is saying, you see, it disturbs everybody, it disturbs all the devotees because when they are watching live, there are so many comments and it doesn't make any sense, you know. Please, watch the, watch the 
live stream it is for your service that i am doing it don't distract yourself and others by doing this kind of commenting hmm. so it is said swanushtitas dharmasya samsiddhir haritoshanam everyone has some prescribed duties to perform now even in our current state everybody is working in their own way you know whatever they're doing to earn a living now they are not ex- exactly prescribed duties because prescribed duties are prescribed like a doctor gives a prescription and then you do that only take those medicines but now we are not exactly doing prescribed duties we are doing our own whimsical duties so that's why dharma uh, prabhupad translated as prescribed duty what is prescribed to you by krishna according to your varna and ashrama position this is your prescription this you do and from the spiritual master and the devotees they will guide us okay this is what you should do so that is prescribed duty but nowadays people are already stuck in whatever occupations they're doing still <clears throat> even though it's not exactly a perfect scenario but still whatever we are doing we don't have to change or stop anything first we just need to sthane sthita shrutigatam stay wherever we are and start listening start listening to the what bhavadiya vartam the the topics the all auspicious topics of the lord that's what we should hear we should engage in hearing whatever we are doing let that be but we have to hear constantly tivraya hear for a long time what is that shruta what is that word chiram shruta samhrutaya yeah shruta samhrutaya chiram samhrutaya means you know sambhramanam means with respect with with uh, um, reverence Hmm. So now everyone has some prescribed duties to perform but the perfection of such duties will be reached only if the supreme personality of god had hari is satisfied by such actions For example Arjuna's prescribed duty was to fight and the perfection of his fighting was tested by the satisfaction of Krishna Krishna wanted him to fight and when he fought for the satisfaction of the lord that was the perfection of his professional devotional duty on the other hand when contrary to the wish of krishna he was not willing to fight especially in the beginning of the bhagavad gita that was imperfect so the satisfaction of krishna is the perfection of our life that's why yasya prasadat bhagavat prasado the satisfaction of bhagavan will happen if our spiritual master is satisfied therefore the satisfaction of the spiritual master should be the goal of our life that is perfection that is the definition of perfection some people say oh nobody can be perfect no you can be perfect you will be perfect if you can satisfy your spiritual master bona fide spiritual master authorized in our keshila prabhupad so when he is satisfied yes that is perfection because krishna is satisfied haritoshanam happened and therefore perfection is reached okay on the other hand contrary to the wish of krishna arjuna was not willing to fight he was engaging in non violence that non violence was not satisfactory to krishna and therefore the non violence is condemned it's not that non violence is actually condemned but in that case non violence without the satisfaction of krishna is condemned 
and violence with satisfaction of krishna is perfection although generally one must be non violent but in the case of arjuna because his duty as a kshatriya and he was supposed to fight on, and he was on the battlefield and at that time if he says i am non violent that is nonsense who if the soldier comes to the battlefield and then says no no i don't want to shoot the other person are all the military training and all that for what what are you doing hmm. so he will be punished so uh, that was his duty and he had to do it for krishna same our duty is not exactly to fight our duty is chaitanya mahaprabhu has given us given us the duty what is our duty chant hari krishna associate with devotees eat krishna prasadam and spread this message to others that's how we fight the influence of maya not with weapons sangopangastra parshadam astra means weapon chaitanya mahaprabhu's weapon in other yugas other incarnations he came with weapons shankha chakra shankha is not a weapon chakra and gada is weapon shankha and padma is to bless the devotees chakra and gada is to kill the non devotees paritrana sadhunam vinashaya dushkritam now and even he has the sharanga bow and everything he has weapons but in chaitanya mahaprabhu's incarnation he did not carry any weapons with him he refused his weapons were his associates like nityananda prabhu haridas thakur they used to preach great taking great risks they used to preach and they were the weapons of the lord so what they did they destroyed the demoniac propensity of the person by making him chant hari krishna hmm. so in this way uh, the perfect uh, fight in the kali yuga because if we have to kill if krishna had to kill anybody he had to kill everybody because nobody was qualified to actually live everybody is demoniac so he just kills the demoniac propensity by engaging in krishna consciousness so if one wants to be perfected if one wants to perfect his life he should discharge his prescribed duties for the satisfaction of krishna and how to do that that's why we cannot we cannot judge whether krishna has become satisfied by what i'm doing or not we cannot say krishna i'm just doing this for you like one one not devotee he's a businessman so i spoke to him once <laughs> and i told him that you know you have to do everything for the satisfaction of krishna and that's why i'm asking you donation now so donate something for this festival for this project and this is a devotion project so many people will be uh, helped so he gave some donation not much but um I, I, so I, i used to you know talk to him and you know preach to him and i said everything that you get yat karoshi yat asnasi yat johoshi dadasi yat yat tapasasi kaunte tat krushma darpanam you have to offer everything to krishna and then only take the remnants so what he did smart no so he end of the month he got his whatever business you know so he took the money and he put in the in the on his altar krishna everything is yours hare krishna i am taking the prasadam only and he took all the money so he said this is how i do next time when i met him he said you know that time you said so now i am doing like this i said that is not how you give to krishna you give to krishna means to give to the spiritual master the guru the devotee who the devotees who are serving krishna give to them not that you put there and then take that is not giving krishna that's why we cannot give to krishna anything on our own we have to give through the spiritual master that means 
that money has to be spent in spiritual master's service. Sarvalabdhar panena cha. We have seen that verse now. Whatever we get, we have to give to the spiritual master. But to be able to do that, we have to first of all surrender to a proper spiritual master. If you if you surrender whatever you have to a rascal, gone. You know, you'll be cheated. So, you see here, Guru Shushrushaya Bhaktya Sarvalabdha Arpanena Cha Sangena Sadhu Bhaktanam Ishvara Radhanena Cha Shraddhaya Tatkathayam Cha Kirtana Irguna Karmanam Tatpadamburu Hadhyana Talingekshar Hanadibhi one must accept the bona fide spiritual master and render service unto him with great devotion and faith. Whatever one has in one's possession should be offered to the spiritual master. And in the association of saintly persons and devotees, one should worship the Lord, hear the glories of the Lord with faith, glorify the transcendental qualities and activities of the Lord, always meditate on the Lord's lotus feet and worship the deity of the Lord strictly according to the injunctions of the Shastra and Guru. This is how we must offer everything to the spiritual master. So this is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Um, one must act in Krishna consciousness, uh, for such action will never produce any reaction. Animitta nimittena. This is also con- confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Yajnarthat karmana anyatra. All activities should be performed simply for yajna or the satisfaction of Vishnu. Anything done otherwise without the satisfaction of Vishnu or yajna produces bondage. So here it is also prescribed by Kapilamuni that one can transcend material entanglement by acting in Krishna consciousness, which means seriously engaging in devotional service. This serious devotional service can develop by hearing for long periods of time. Now you see, um, lot to unpack. So the if Krishna, so Krishna has to be satisfied, right? That's the whole goal of life. For Krishna to be satisfied, the spiritual master has to be satisfied. So, one has to surrender to spiritual master. And if the spiritual master is not satisfied, then next thing what happens? Produces bondage. See, anything done here, anything done otherwise without the satisfaction of Vishnu or Yajna, produces bondage. Bondage. So, so here it is also prescribed by Kapil Muni that one can transcend material entanglement by acting in Krishna consciousness, which means seriously engaging in devotional service. So that serious devotional service which will happen with by hearing for long periods of time. Hmm. That's why hearing is very important. Chanting and hearing is the beginning of the process of devotional service. One should associate with devotees and hear from them about the Lord's transcendental appearance, activities, disappearance, instructions, etc. There are two kinds of Shruti or scripture. One is spoken by the Lord and the other is spoken about the Lord and His devotees. So Bhagavad Gita is the former, that means spoken by the Lord. And Srimad Bhagavatam the latter, spoken about the Lord. One must hear these scriptures repeatedly from reliable sources in order to become fixed in serious devotional service. Now, full formula is given here in this purport. How to become serious, how to qualify for liberation. One must hear these scriptures repeatedly from reliable sources in order to become fixed in serious devotional service. Wow, every word is so important. One must hear these scriptures repeatedly from reliable sources in order to become fixed in serious devotional service. Wow. See how much Prabhupada is just condensing the entire formula in these sentences. 
through engagement in such devotional service one becomes freed from the contamination of maya you see it is stated in shrimad bhagavatam that hearing about the supreme personality of godhead cleanses the heart of all contamination caused by the influence of the three modes of material nature where it is stated in the bhagavatam shrinvata swakatha krishna punya shravana kirtana hridyantasthohya bhadrani vidhunoti suhrit satam see it cleanses the heart of all the contamination 1.2.17 of shrimad bhagavatam and by continuous regular hearing the effects of the contamination of lust and greed to enjoy a lord over material nature diminish what is that verse tadarajastam obhava kamalobha dayaschaye cheta etairan avidham sthitam satve prasidati 1.2.19 actually this whole thing is 1.2.17 all the way through 1.2.21 uh, 5.2.21 and 5.2.22 so um by continuous regular hearing regular hearing this is nityam bhagavat sevaya nashta praya shabhadresh nityam bhagavat sevaya bhagavati uttama shloke bhaktir bhavati naishthike the contamination of lust and greed is gone and when lust and greed diminish one then becomes situated in the mode of goodness sthitam satve prasidati this is the stage of brahman realization or um spiritual realization in this way one becomes fixed on the transcendental platform remaining fixed on the transcendental platform is liberated liberation from material entanglement same so this is the way and next verse you remember that word tivraya for you not remember here it is tivraya just now 32721 tivraya next 32722 gyanena drishta tatvena vairagyena baliyasa baliyasa tapo yuktena yogena tivrenaatma samadhina again tivrena firmly fixed intensely atma samadhina by self absorption this devotional service has to be performed strongly again in perfect knowledge and with transcendental vision one must be strongly renounced and must engage in austerity and perform mystic yoga in order to firmly in order to be firmly fixed in self absorption purport devotional service in krishna consciousness cannot be performed blindly due to material emotion or mental concoction this is important point we can't Oh I'm oh I like Krishna yes I love Krishna everybody every hindu will say like that oh I love Krishna but then then they love their bollywood they love their you know cricket but they love their everything else also where is the love then <clears throat> so devotional service in krishna consciousness cannot be performed blindly due to material emotion you know oh i asked krishna and you know he he gave me this thing or you know some some you know uh, cheap things this should not be the impetus for spiritual advancement um, one should be fixed in knowledge see gyanena drishta tatvena knowledge in the vision in knowledge with vision of the absolute truth 
so we have to be firmly fixed in the platform of knowledge so we should how we'll get knowledge here hearing reading this is shravanam that's how knowledge is gained right and also realization when we engage in devotional service then that knowledge which we heard becomes solidified in realization okay so it is specifically mentioned here that one has to perform devotional service in full knowledge by visualizing the absolute truth don't try to visualize in your head you know meditation on krishna some visualization of his form don't don't try all that huh? this is not by, by our visualization is chanting in fact this thinking remembering krishna is very difficult chanting is much easier oshtha spandana matrena kirtanam tato varam chanting is far more powerful than remembering because remembering is very difficult remembering krishna but that remembrance is easily gotten by chanting his name therefore without much effort just by chanting his name we can remember krishna where is that verse is from vaishnava chintamani it's a book called vaishnava chintamani it is quoted in the purport of 11.5.38 note down if you haven't done so 11.5.38 through 40 this this um, purport here this is from where padma puran wow okay vishnu dharma sorry okay the, the actual verse is ah this is the aghachit smaranam vishnur bahvaya sena sadhyate oshtha spandana matrena kirtanam dutatovaram although capable of destroying all sins the remembrance of lord vishnu is achieved only with extraordinary effort on the other hand one may perform krishna kirtan simply by moving one's lips and thus this process is superior you see kirtan is far superior so i don't know if you can hear the kids screaming <laughs> okay so we can understand about the absolute truth yeah okay let's read from here it is specifically mentioned here that one has to perform devotional service in full knowledge by visualizing the absolute truth what is another shloka which says this that we have to do devotional service with knowledge well not exactly this way but it is said that if we do devotional service without uh, being based in knowledge of the scriptures that will be a disturbance in society i think now some of you may remember श्रुति स्मृति पुराणादीपाचरात्र विधि विनाकांतिकतायकते भक्तिरसमृत सिंधु रूपगोस्वामी सेंग हि वन डॉट टू डॉट वन जीरो वन इट इज कॉटेड इन भगवदगीता सेवेन डॉट थ्री पर्पोट श्रुति स्मृति पुराणादीपाचरात्र विधि विना ऐकांतिकी हरेर्भक्तिपाताकते डिवोशनल सर्विस ऑफ द लॉर्ड दट इग्नोर्स दि ऑथराइज वैदिक लिटरेचर्स लाइक दि उपनिषद्स पुराणस एंड नारद पंचरात्र इज सिंपली एंड अननेसेसरी डिस्टर्बेंस इन सोसाइटी सो इफ वी डोंट हैव नॉलेज एंड इफ वी ट्राई टू मेक अ शो ऑफ डिवोशनल सर्विस दैट बिकम्स अ डिस्टर्बेंस इन सोसाइटी इट्स 
it's not what is in, um, desired desirable so we can understand about the absolute truth by evolving transcendental knowledge and the result of such transcendental knowledge will be manifested by renunciation is again important we can understand about the absolute truth by evolving transcendental knowledge so as much as we understand more and more that much we will understand i mean um, as much knowledge we receive that much we understand and the result of such transcendental knowledge will be manifested by renunciation that means that is bhakti pareshano bhava virakti 11.2.42 of Srimad Bhagavatam. So that virakti should happen. That is a sign and symptom of a person advanced in spiritual life. He is not um, interested in, devo- I mean, in material life. He is not interested. If one is interested in material life, that means he is not advanced in spiritual life. One cannot be both. One cannot be spiritually very interested, materially also very interested. It is not possible. That means he is not spiritually interested, if he is materially interested. So it is a symptom. We can't fool any, I mean, uh, an experienced devotee by saying that, oh, I am a devotee. A devotee can find out by the, by the behavior and by the, the way he speaks, by the way he conducts himself. That's why Arjuna asked Krishna, 2nd chapter 54th verse, 14th chapter 21st verse, 2.54 and 14.21. Two times he asked Krishna, what are the symptoms of a person who is actually engaged in Krishna consciousness, who is actually engaged in transcendence, who has transcended the modes of material nature? What is the, what is the symptom of such a person? How does he sit? How does he eat? How does he speak? How does he walk? All these things he asked. And Krishna explained also very nicely. So, the result of such transcendental knowledge will be manifested by renunciation. Now, how much knowledge we have, others cannot know. It is not a visible thing, right? But how much renunciation we have, that is something which others can notice. How much we are attached to something, how much we are detached to something, detached from something. So that people can see. Just like, I can't see the virus. When a person gets viral fever, nobody can see the virus. But one can know the presence of the virus by the symptoms. So the thing that is visible is uh, the increase in temperature, the loss of appetite, all these things. These are symptoms of an underlying cause which is not immediately visible. So similarly, the presence of knowledge in a person is not immediately visible. But the renunciation will be. And of course, the knowledge also uh, becomes visible um, when he speaks. So, fool is not known until he opens his mouth. A well-dressed fool is not recognized sometimes. And Kaliuga, that's what is happening actually, basically. There are many well-dressed fools today. And they talk any nonsense, but, you know, people think they are great. Great speakers. So Anyway, coming back to the point. That renunciation is not temporary or artificial, but is very strong. Now, this is another thing. Sometimes we do have moments where renunciation becomes very prominent right even if we are not spiritually advanced like when somebody a dear member of our family passes away if and you are emotionally overtaken 
if somebody says hey come on just new movie released let's go will you go i mean i don't expect any of you to go i think all of you are devotees but i'm giving a general example for a non devotee or let's say uh, let's go uh, for a holiday or let's go for a you know picnic or whatever some joy ride nobody i mean the mood is not there there's renunciation there's like uh, a sense of detachment he's not interested but that is brought about by sadness by another uh, overwhelming attachment and the lamentation that that attachment has brought about and because that is prominent sometimes it looks like oh this person is no more interested in but that is not permanent it won't last that's why here it is said that renunciation is not temporary or artificial but is very strong that's why it's worse you see vairagyana baliyasa baliyasa means very strong vairagyana means with renunciation strongly renounced so that's why one must be strongly renounced vairagyana baliyasa we're talking about how to become qualified for liberation we have to be strongly renounced we have to be strongly attached in devotional service and strongly unfailingly engaged without a gap in the bubble without a hole in the bubble then we will be shielded from the influence the virus of maya that's how we can conduct ourselves even in this life being liberated jeevan mukta and then we can actually go back to we become qualified to go back to krishna so these things that's why important strongly renounced and the strongly renounced does not is not a temporary thing not like today i feel very renounced tomorrow i am again thinking about uh, going to the next movie or finding a girlfriend no that is then so in the beginning stages sometimes a neophyte devotee he feels sometimes a sense of renunciation but it does not stay for long that is how because we have not come to nishtha platform nishtha means fixed up we're fixed on the platform of renunciation but when we are not fixed up our moods are swinging up and down up and down like you know roller coaster sometimes we feel strongly you know renounce strongly you know devotional and sometimes you know we're not so inspired because we commit offenses you know without even our knowing without our knowledge we commit offenses so we we are not uh attuned to the actual standard of devotional service yet but we're getting some taste and then we're falling behind again so in this way we are um rising and falling so then in this rising and falling stage the strength of renunciation is not very high vairagya vidya nija bhakti yoga shikshartham eka purusha purana shri krishna chaitanya sharira dhari kripam budhirya tamaham prapadye is a verse by i think sarvam bhattacharya i think so vairagya vidya nija bhakti yoga so chaitanya mahaprabhu taught us that how to be renounced like chota haridas he just looked at a woman that's it chaitanya mahaprabhu banned him from his association just looked at a woman so he he taught us how to be renounced and he himself was so, so renounced immediately he got, i mean he was married and months later he took sanyas completely renounced hmm that renunciation is not temporary or artificial but is very strong now 
it's not that prabhu yes prabhu now i'll be renounced it's not going to happen also like that these are all symptoms remember these are symptoms these are not the thing we should aspire for these will automatically be the effects of constant engagement in devotional service and satisfaction of the spiritual master so we should focus on rendering service to satisfy the spiritual master automatically all these other things are done that's why it is stated as uh, sundogopal prabhu also showed 71525 see this rajastamasch satvena satvam chopashamen cha etat sarvam gurau bhaktya purusho hyanja sajayet one must conquer the modes of passion and ignorance by developing the mode of goodness right and then one must become detached from the mode of goodness by promoting oneself to the platform of shuddha sattva all this can be automatically done if one engages in the service of the spiritual master with faith and devotion in this way one can conquer the influence of the modes of material nature now how to satisfy the spiritual master follow his instructions what are his instructions that is the verse that we just saw a while ago 773301 if you can because we need to remind ourselves this is how we satisfy the guru guru shushrushaya bhaktya sarvalabdha arpanena cha sangena sadhu bhaktanam ishvara aradhanena cha shraddhaya tat kathayam cha kirtanair guna karmanam tat padamburu hadhyana tallingekshar hanadibhi one must accept the bona fide spiritual master and render service unto him with great devotion and faith whatever one has in one's possession should be offered to the spiritual master and in the association of saintly persons and devotees one should worship the lord now this association of devotees and worshiping the lord this is also given by the spiritual master right the process how to worship how to associate with devotees hear from them and render service in in their um association so these are all rules given by the spiritual master so if you follow all these rules the guru will be satisfied glorify now here the glories of the lord with faith glorify the transcendental qualities and activities of the lord what does that mean preaching going out distributing books and speaking yare dekha tare kaha krishna upadesh these are all again instructions of shri prabhupada to us right distribute distribute my books prabhupada said so do that that is called glorification of the lord's qualities and activities of the lord and also here like we are sharing among ourselves messages of krishna glorify so these has to be done so classes should be there so uh, glorify the transcendental qualities and activities of the lord always meditate on the lord's lotus feet and worship the deity of the lord and actually the best way to meditate on the lord's lotus feet is to actually worship the deity hmm. so when you worshiping when you're dressing the deities when you're cooking for the lord when you're the whole temple life is for the deities deity worship is not just when you are doing the dressing and only dressing or you know cooking everything is deity worship why are we having the temple to serve the deity 
the, the deity is the lord of the temple. He is the lord of this house. So everything, the festivals that we organize, that is for the deity, for the pleasure of the deity. Everything is for the pleasure of the deity. And when the deity is satisfied, when Krishna is satisfied, everybody is satisfied. That's the whole uh, plot. That's the whole scheme. See? And always meditate on the Lord's lotus feet and worship the Lord, deity of the Lord strictly according to the injunctions of the Shastra and Guru. This is how we can satisfy the Guru. And deity worship means what? Starts when? Mangalarati. So Mangalarati, following Mangalarati is also deity worship. So all these things have to be... And eating prasadam is also deity worship. Right? How come? Because the deity has eaten the prasadam. I mean the, the bhoga. And now it has become prasadam. And that prasadam we are eating. So we are acknowledging ourselves that I am secondary to the Lord. I am not primary enjoyer. We are secondary enjoyers. Lord has eaten and I am taking the prasadam, remnants. That's how we should conduct ourselves. So that is also deity worship. That's why it's called prasada sevaya. Prasad seva. When we are eating prasadam, that is prasad seva. That is also seva. Many people, many devotees like that seva. <laughs> so, but with the strength that we get from eating prasadam, we should perform devotional service. Right? Going back, going back. So, that renunciation is not temporary or artificial, but is very strong. So, that will happen by just like when the sun rises, automatically the fog is gone. We don't have to like try to get rid of the fog. No, sun has to just rise. So, the sun of Krishna consciousness, Krishna Surya Sama Maya Andhakar. Nyahan Krishna Tahan Nahi Maya Radhikar. So, when Krishna, the sun of Krishna has risen in the sky of the heart, immediately the darkness of Maya disappears, the fog of the Maya disappears completely. These are all symptoms, automatically happens. So, these are like byproducts. And then renunciation is also a byproduct of bhakti. It is not that I want to get renounced. No, no, I have to get renounced. I am too attached. No, get just get attached to Krishna. Detachment will automatically happen. Just focus on getting attached to Krishna. That's it. Maya Sakta Mana Partha. Krishna said in the 7th chapter, 1st verse of Bhagavad Gita. Get attached to me. Be attached to me. That's it. Like, I have given this example many times of the yogi, bhogi and rogi. Yogi is a person who passes stool once in a day. Bhogi is a person who passes stool twice a day. Rogi is a person who passes stool three or more times in a day. So, yogi is a person who is uh, self-controlled. Bhogi is a person who is sense-enjoyer. Rogi is a person who is diseased. Yogi, bhogi, rogi. So, it is seen by how many times he goes and passes stool every day. Why? So, one, when Prabhupada said this in a lecture, so one of the disciples, he, he did not want to be a rogi or a bhogi. He wanted to be yogi. So, he was controlling. He was supposed to go to pass stool. But he was controlling. <laughs> and he became a comical you know character on that day you know everybody was like you know laughing what are you doing so he's uh, so Prabhupada also was laughing why why are you like that 
so you said no no you know you said we have to be yogis so we should only pass through once a day but um, that's why i'm controlling myself probably with the laugh he said passing stool once a day means you eat less so that you only pass once a day not that you eat more and then you want to pass once a day the controlling factor should be at the mouth not the anus you are controlling the anus <laughs> you control the mouth then the anus will automatically be controlled uh, then once once a day you need to go if you don't eat much so the symptom of a yogi is that he passes stool once a day but that is not what is the thing that we need to control we need we don't need to strive to control how much time we pass stool in a day we just have to control how much we eat in a day similarly the symptom of a person who is krishna conscious he is having the strong renunciation as much as he is strong in his devotional service that much strong he is in his renunciation so it is not that yes yes i want to become strong in my renunciation no that is like trying to control the anus <laughs> we have to control our mouth i mean in another sense we have to uh, try to increase our affection for krishna how that ha- how does that happen maya mugdha jeevar nahi svatah krishna gyan um what is that jeevar kripa kripa koila krishna ved puran actually not even this another verse is there um what is that नित्य सिद्ध कृष्ण भक्ति साध्यक भुनय श्रवणादि शुद्ध चित्त करय उदय अनदर वर्स फ्रॉम भागवतम ऑल्सो इज देयर 177 यस्याम वै श्रूयमानायाम कृष्णे परमपुरुषे भक्ति रुत्पद्यते पुंसाम शोकमोह भयापह हाउ दिस भक्ति कैन कम नाउ वी नो दैट वी हैव टू बिकम स्ट्रांगली डिवोशनल सर्विस वी हैव टू एंगेज एंड स्ट्रांगली रिनाउंस्ड to get strongly renounced or to engage in strongly devotional service how does strong devotional service happen by long hearing hearing for a long time nityam bhagavat sevaya and here also what shruta samhrataya chiram shrutam shruta samhrataya chiram for a long time we have to hear so that's how our bhakti will be increased so bhakti utpadyate sprout up the feelings of devotional service will sprout up here is how we can increase our bhakti because that is where the whole valve the controlling valve is at the how to increase our bhakti and let us even get to more specific so how to increase our bhakti yasyam vai shruyamanayam simply by re- giving oral reception this is now tangible thing now i have to increase my bhakti that is intangible how, how i'm going to do it this is very vague i don't know i have to control i have to get more renounced that's all subjective how 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 to do it how to actually do it how to do something which is very clear and precise and pragmatic now this is pragmatic simply by giving oral reception this is yes this is a very clear defined action we have to hear yasyam this vedic literature chakre uh, satvata samhitam in the previous verse it is explained nicely 176 so this vedic literature we have to give oral reception that means we have to hear or read krishne paramapurushe bhakti rutpadyate pumsa shoka moha bhayapaha you see simply by giving oral reception to this vedic literature the feeling for loving devotional service to lord krishna the supreme personality of godhead sprouts up at once okay 
to extinguish the fire of lamentation, illusion and fearfulness. So once the bhakti sprouts up, the fire of lamentation, illusion and fearfulness will be extinguished. What does that mean? One will become renounced. Why do we lament? Because we are attached to something. Like somebody passes away. Somebody who is dear. Because we are attached to that person. When that person goes missing, we lament. So lament, lamentation, um, what is that? Shoka, moha, illusion and bhaya, fearfulness happens because of our attachment. And the uh, more progressively we detach ourselves, the less we feel the pangs of suffering of shoka, moha and bhaya. Apaha means that which extinguishes. So shoka, moha, bhaya are symptoms again of attachment. Yes, I want to decrease my lamentation. I should not lament. Or I should not become illusioned. Or I should not become fearful. I should, I should control my fear. That is not again the controlling valve. That is a sign of attachment. The attachment to the thing, if I am attached, I cannot stop myself from this position of lamentation, illusion and fearfulness. Kankshati means hankering. Hankering means I want something. And that hope of getting it will create so much anxiety and fear. That is bhaya. So this shochati and kankshati. Na shochati na kankshati samasarveshu bhuteshu madbhaktim labhate param brahma bhuta prasannatma. When one is brahma bhuta, brahma nirvanam, and he is prasannatma, fully joyful. This, this uh, apaha, extinguished. He, is com- he has completely extinguished the fire of shoka, moha, and bhaya. Which are all emotions, by the way. Three are All three are emotions. Lamentation, illusion, and fearfulness. These are emotions, disturbing emotions. They are caused by attachment. And that attachment, we have to get detached. How to get detached? We have to get attached to Krishna. We can't be detached from everything. Our attachment should be transferred from material to spiritual. From matter to Krishna. Once we get attached to Krishna, this vairagya, strong renunciation happens. And all this is done by just simply following the orders of the spiritual master. And that following order of the spiritual master is that 7, 7, 30 and 31. These are the orders of the spiritual master. So we have to do that thing. And everything. So we have a very doable uh, program. This is something we can do. Instead of talking vague terms, those vague terms must map. We have we have to map all that to practical actions, pragmatic actions. And that's what we have done today. That's what we have understood in this today's session. So we have to just execute on it now. No more thinking what, what, how. No, everything is presented now. We have to engage now. So going back. That renunciation is not temporary or artificial, but is very strong. It is said that development of Krishna consciousness is exhibited by proportionate material detachment or vairagya. We have just discussed that. If one does not separate himself from material enjoyment, it is to be understood that he is not advancing in Krishna consciousness. See, we can judge by a person how much attached he is to material life. We can see whether he is Krishna conscious or not. He may say, I am very Krishna conscious Prabhu. 
I'm doing very nicely. I'm doing, but by his attachment, we can see. So renunciation in Krishna consciousness is so strong that it cannot be deviated by any attractive illusion. This this renunciation that we get when somebody passes away, it's called crematorium realization. Crematorium renunciation. When you know in, in the crematorium we oh you know when we you know, everybody meet meets there and this person is passed away yeah actually you know life is very short people start to talk big big philosophy at crematoriums so yeah life is short you know we have to you know after all what is the point in all this uh, big big money and enjoyment and you know, all these things they will talk all these things after going back home are what is the next movie let's go are what happened so that renunciation is not strong it's not permanent and it it became easily extinguished by some small attraction by maya maya is presenting some shiny object come come new iphone new macbook came okay okay finish all renunciation finished so here it is said renunciation in krishna consciousness renunciation which is strongly based in krishna consciousness that means complete absorption in krishna is so strong that it cannot be deviated by any attractive illusion so even if maya presents some illusion it would not be very interesting to devotee that kind of serious um renunciation should is what is talked uh, talked about in this verse one has to perform devotional service in full tapasya austerity one should fast on the two ekadashi days which is tomorrow actually by the way i think so ekadashi we to fast which fall uh, on the 11th day of the waxing and waning moon and on the days of lord krishna lord rama Ch- and chaitanya mahaprabhu there are many such fasting days yogena means by controlling the senses and mind yoga indriya samyamaha yogena means uh, yogena implies that one is seriously absorbed in the self and is able by development of knowledge to understand his constitutional position in relationship with the super self in this way one becomes fixed in devotional service and his faith cannot be shaken by any material allurement next verse 327 23 prakriti purushasyeha dahyamanatva harnisham tiro bhavitri shanakair agner yonirivaranihim aharnisham day and night the influence of material nature has covered the living entity and thus it is as if the living entity were always in a blazing fire but by the process of seriously again the word seriously discharging devotional service this influence can be removed by seriously discharging devotional service this influence can be removed just as wooden sticks which cause a fire are themselves consumed by it fire is conserved in wooden sticks and when circumstances are favorable the fire is ignited but the wooden sticks which are the cause of the fire are also consumed by the fire if it is properly dealt with Similarly the living entity's conditional life of material existence is due to his desire to lord it over material nature and due to his envy of the supreme lord thus his main diseases are 
that he wants to be one with the Supreme Lord or he wants to become the Lord of material nature. The Karmis try to utilize the resources of material nature and thus become its Lord and enjoy sense gratification. And the Jnanis, the Salvationists, who have become frustrated in enjoying the material resources, want to become one with the Supreme Personality of Godhead or merge into the impersonal effulgence. These two diseases are due to the material contamination. Material contamination can be consumed by devotional service because in devotional service these two diseases namely the desire to lord it over material nature and the desire to become one with the supreme lord are absent therefore the cause of material existence is at once consumed by the careful discharge of devotional service in krishna consciousness see that how nicely is explained so the fuel for our material life <clears throat> which causes the da- samsara davanala the forest fire of material existence is this lording it over material nature and trying to become one with the Lord. Hmm. A devotee in full Krishna consciousness appears superficially to be a great karmi, always working. But the inner significance of the devotee's activities is that they are meant for the satisfaction of the Supreme Lord. Now, you don't find devotees sitting and meditating you know, in a cave. No, they are fully acting in a busy city and everything. Looks like an ordinary karmi, eh? you are not very advanced, you know, you are moving in buses and, you know, traveling here and there. What kind of yogi are you? But here it is said, they are actually better yogis than the ones who are sitting in the Himalayas. Because they are engaged for Sarvabhuta Hiterata, 525, the previous verse, explaining that. Hmm. And of course, their own good also. So, a devotee in full Krishna consciousness appears superficially to be a great karma, always working. But the inner significance of the devotee's activities is that they are meant for the satisfaction of the Supreme Lord. This is called bhakti or devotional service. Arjuna was apparently a fighter, but when he, but when by his fighting he satisfied the senses of Lord Krishna, he became a devotee. Since a devotee also engages in philosophical research to understand the Supreme Person as he is, his activities may thus appear to be like those of a mental speculator, but actually he is trying to understand the spiritual nature and transcendental activities. Thus, although the tendency for philosophical speculation exists, the material effects of fruitive activities and empiric speculation do not. Because this activity is meant for the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Very nicely explained. So, karmi and jnani, they are both averse to the Lord. But a devotee may appear like a karmi sometimes or a jnani sometimes. But both these effects are not there. You see, the tendency for philosophical speculation exists, but the material effects of fruitive activities and empiric speculation do not. The effect is not there. The tendency may be there, but the effect is not there. Because the karmi wants to, you know, he is acting for his own sense gratification. But the devotee is also acting, but for Krishna's sense gratification. The jnani is trying to, you know, understand philosophically, philosophical search for the absolute truth. Now, a devotee would also be interested in philosophical discussions, philosophical understanding of life and everything. And that is not again speculation. Because he is basing everything on Krishna's philosophy and he is trying to understand the Krishna and his, our devotional service and the devotee's activities. So, he is trying to understand the signs of Krishna. So, he is not speculating. He is receiving knowledge and um, vichar. He is doing, uh, he is contemplating on these topics. So, it is not exactly speculation. See, the tendency, it looks like that. It resembles, just like a, the activities of a devotee resembles the activities of an ordinary karmi. But the bhava is totally different. So, that bhava, even in the speculative speculative realm, 
uh, is about Krishna. So therefore, just like Mukundamala Stotram, if you see the 26th verse, no, 27. Yeah. Smarami Narayana Tattva Mavyayam. You see, I reflect. At every moment, I bow down to the lotus feet of Narayana. I perform worship of Na- to Narayana. I recite the pure name of Narayana. And I reflect on the infallible truth of Narayana. So, reflection is there. A devotee is not a um, mindless fool. No, he is fully always reflective. Always reflecting on all the uh, philosophy that he is reading. And See, when we read, this is one thing I want to tell all the devotees. When they read Prabhupada's books... I mean, it's good to read, but also take some time to actually digest what you have read. Don't try to remember what you have read. Try to understand what you have read. So if sometimes you don't understand something, you try to see if it is because of the language, the words, then take out a dictionary. Patiently read them. Take out a dictionary and see the words, okay, what they mean. And and sometimes it may go over the head, but just continue reading and try to... And Krishna will give the intelligence to understand. He will give. This is... I mean, any devotee who has spent reading books of Prabhupada, he will feel this. Even in the beginning, sometimes some things we don't understand very well. But by constant reading, over over time, we stay, we start to... The the, the ideas, the, the truths that are mentioned, mentioned in the books, slowly start to solidify in our understanding. And when you understand something... Then you will automatically rem- rem- uh, remember it. This is a, another good example of symptom and the cause of the symptom. Now, in education system, exams were designed to test the knowledge that we have of the subject. Right? That is the original intention of creating exams, tests. The test is to, as the word suggests, test our knowledge of the subject. If we know the subject, we will, we will pass any test. But it has turned around on its head. And now, so-called studying is only to pass the exam. They think the goal of these studies is to pass the exam. That's not the goal of these studies. Study is to understand. And then the test will just test your understanding of the subject. I hope you understood that <laughs> so similarly sometimes devotees they tell me Prabhu I am reading Prabhupada's books but I can't remember why why I can't remember what I am reading like yesterday I read something today I forgot about it what I say always is don't worry about whether you remembered or forgotten you just f- try to understand what you have read if you understand it then you will not forget it so, take some time to, um, you know, like for example, like the verse, like examples, like Prabhupada gives many examples. Like he gave the example of the tortoise meditating on the eggs on land while it's in water. But I never knew it was a verse. Uh, but today I've seen the verse in the purport of 526. Now, that example is there always. It is, remember, because when that example is given, you try to visualize a tortoise in the water 
and the eggs on the land and he is trying to raise the offspring by just meditating on them wow that's so when we when it strikes our you know if i just read um the, the tortoise meditates on its egg on the okay next page we are not even thinking about it then that kind of uh, reading is where you know we don't retain much try to try to digest what was said there try to digest what you read there and really try to understand hey wow actually if <laughs> if you if we really try to understand and spend some time reflecting on what was written there or what we hear we will find many things which are very wonderful actually but when we don't put that much attention we just read and we don't even notice the the wonder in that so anyway try to read prabhupada's books and spend some time to understand even if even if you don't understand keep on reading you know slowly you, know, you will understand all right i think um uh, did we complete this yeah so yeah i think um, basically i want to stop it there what is the time 2 hours into the session so yeah i think um i will take some comments and questions that are here bhakta virendra asks a question what is the destination of people who do not worship lord krishna but instead worship babas gurus why such people have shraddha or such babas and gurus will these babas and gurus give them the highest destination no they do they cannot give if they are not devotees they cannot give so why do they have such shraddha because shraddha is also in the mode of goodness passion and ignorance our faith in what we have faith on now those people who are atheists they don't have faith in god but they do have extreme faith in science in um money making or business whatever they have faith they have faith in stocks they have faith in so many things uh so faith actually everybody has it's not that oh you don't have faith you know everybody has faith it's just where the faith is reposed if it's on krishna then that is good for him if it is something else so when one is in the mode of passion and ignorance especially he puts his faith in things that should not be trusted and his activities his worship and everything becomes similarly uh, contaminated so if you see here uh let's go to yeah 18 30 31 32 so 30 1830 for example pravrittim cha nivrittim cha karya karye bhaya bhaye bandham moksham cha ya vetti buddhi sapartha satviki O son of Pritha, that understanding by which one knows what ought to be done and what ought not to be done, what is to be feared and what is not to be feared, what is binding and what is liberating, is in the mode of goodness. For example, fear. What is to be feared and what is not to be feared. We should not uh, fear, like our body or the loss of our body, or whatever. We should not be fearing that, but we should fear. the loss of the association of devotees for example 
we should fear and we should fear uh, we should be afraid of offending vaishnavas for example so that fear should be there uh, so what is binding and what is liberating so one who knows things as they are he is in the mode of goodness but next 1831 yaya dharmam adharmam cha karyam cha karyam eva cha ayathavat prajanati buddhi hisa partharajasi that understanding which cannot distinguish between religion and irreligion between action that should be done and action that should not be done is in the mode of passion next 1832 adharmam dharmam itiya manyate tamasavrita sarvarthan viparitamscha buddhi hisa parthatamasi that understanding which considers irreligion to be religion and religion to be irreligion under the spell of illusion and darkness and strives always in the wrong decision uh, sorry the wrong direction o partha is in the mode of ignorance so this is the faith and how we do things and how we worship and everything so you see man in, in ignorance cannot understand understand a great soul to be a common man and accept a common man as a great soul you know nowadays i am seeing this this uh, goat goat they use this for what is the meaning you know g greatest o of a all t time greatest of all time so they call them goat so like all those big big uh, sports stars or cinema stars or whatever this materialistic like sachin tendulkar for example in cricket or roger federer in uh, tennis so so many characters are there or mike tyson in boxing or muhammad ali or something goat greatest of all time many more ignorance understand a great soul to be a common man and a common man is a great soul they take a common man see a man who is talented in a sport has nothing to do with the aim of life but people consider him a great man but actually the person who is a great man who knows the aim of life and is trying to broadcast like prabhupad he went to america and everybody people don't understand his contribution he is actually the greatest of all time but he is not a goat these people are goats swakharajavat <laughs> 11 13 8 shriuddhava vacham vidantimartyah prayena vishayan padamapadam tathapi bhunjate krishna tatkatham swakara swakharajavat Uddhava said, My dear Krishna, generally human beings know that material life brings great future and happiness. But still they try to enjoy material life. My dear Lord, how can one in knowledge act just like a dog, an ass or a goat? So those goats, they call them greatest of all time. They are actually goats. But actually the greatest of all time is Shri Prabhupada. But he is not a goat. They are goats. and by the verse of bhagavatam itself goat swakhara aja aja means goat um so that is that what was the question yeah that is why they worship next question mm. again by virendra we cannot see god but god has appeared in the form of his archa vigraha to be worshiped and in his holy names so that by chanting the devotees can attain his spiritual abode 
basically you said a sentence and put a question mark at the end so thank you yes that is true next service to devotees or in temple can be compared to preaching yes yes i mean if you are assisting the devotees who are preaching that is also preaching if you are dressing the deities nicely that is also preaching because people will come and appreciate oh they feel nice and they come to krishna so preaching means to get people closer to krishna by cooking nice prasadam that is also preaching because getting the person closer to krishna so everything is related to the preaching movement hmm. our preaching means not only talking everything is preaching because we want what why are we doing all these things so to attract more people to krishna hmm. and give them krishna consciousness so this is all preaching next shri prabhupada one in one of his letters said that those devotees who are regularly performing krishna conscious activities and are initiated will naturally be with lord krishna's association after death prabhu ji i want such a death how can i attain such a death well you perform regularly krishna conscious activities and get initiated and after initiation you actually seriously perform uh, start performing the devotional activities simple as that qualify yourself and it's not that when you get initiated then you go back to krishna and no, please please here today's shloka is about that only tivraya long time with full intensity unfailing in all circumstances all these words are used so it initiation won't give you anything i'm telling you if you don't act on it if you don't keep to the vows of initiation we can't get anything from that initiation initiation is not something like oh i take and then now i am purified now i have got the ticket back to godhead no not got the ticket you have to actually you may have the ticket but you won't be able to sit on the plane what is the use hmm. so you have to actually go and sit on the plane yes yes i have ticket i have purchased ticket and, and and i'm going back no i have to take the ticket and i have to go to the airport i have to clear all the check in the customs the baggage compartment whatever it is and i have to go through the uh, immigration everything and then i have to go and sit on the plane ah yes then you can say you are going back to god so getting ticket is only the first stage right so so many things have to be done so you have to do that bhakti is vaccine against maya yes i think the sujan did so many namaskar like the goswamis they used to bow down you know 1008 times every day raghunath das goswami he used to find look for 1008 vaishnavas every single like sankhya purvak nama gana natibhi what is natibhi sankhya purvak means counting gana nartana so um, they used to um, chant by keeping a count on the beads and they used to also keep count of the number of obeisances natibhi means pranati nati means obeisances so they used to count their obeisances also every day they used to bow down to 
Raghunath Das Goswami especially, bow down to 1008 Vaishnavas every day. So I think this Sujan is following in the Raghunath Das Goswami's footsteps. 1008 pranams. <laughs> Uh, next. Again, Bhakti Virendra is very... I think, are you writing only comments or are you listening to the class? Because uh, the whole class is about listening. And I think you are typing away comments only. Varnasham Dharma was disturbed due to British rule and industrial revolution. The British invaders brought in India. So, the prescribed duties of people were disturbed. However, because of Sri Prabhupada's Krishna consciousness movement, Westerners were acquainted with Varnasham Dharma. That is true. Correct. Actually, the disturbance happened not because of British. See, I'll tell you. When the British came to India, if Indians were strong, they could have preached to the British and British would have been devotees. No? Why do you blame the British? The problem was with us. Because we did not take our Krishna consciousness seriously. We, didn't, we neglected what we had. And we thought that British, uh, that is nice. That means we did not have the virakti. The way they enjoy materialistic life, oh, I also want to enjoy like that. We got enamored. The Indians were enamored by the so-called opulence of the British. So if one is spiritually strong, one will not be. And in fact, one will engage them in Krishna's service, like what Prabhupada has done, right? So if the Brahminical community, the, the whole devotional, um, I mean the Vaishnavas, everybody, if they were strong, and if the civilization in India were according to Vedic standards, anybody, even if he comes, he will become purified. Like anybody, if he comes to the temple, for example, will we become a non-devotee or will he becomes a devotee? If I become a non-devotee, that's not a temple. So the person is expected to become a devotee, right? From non-devotee, he will enter the temple and eventually he will become a devotee by associating with, associating with devotees. So if the British... They came to India and if Indians were full of devotees, then they would have become also devotees in the association of them. But, instead, we took their association because we were not strong in our own Krishna consciousness. And that's the only reason why India failed. Not because of the British. It's because the Brahmins completely ruined, the so-called Brahmins. Uh, making it caste, this and that, completely no more knowledge, nothing. Uh, that is why they became like that. Hmm. It's easy to blame, you know, others. Actually, the folly is with us. We allowed ourselves to be degraded. Next, um, what is the difference between 1972 original edition Bhagavad Gita Azaris and Iskon Bhagavad Gita Azaris? What do you prescribe? You can read the original one. Why not? But I'm, I will do another whole video because it's a long subject. I will do another video on this subject. Um, there are um, kind of um, polarized views on this and both are wrong. Um, and we should know how to conduct ourselves. And there is a very important this is a very important thing that devotees need to understand actually so we had actually extensive discussions in our whatsapp group a um, few weeks back so I, I i told them that i will make a video on this actually because many devotees don't get it right and then fanatically support this or that group but we need to understand it in the proper context of everything 
you can you, I, I prescribe always the original okay but um, yeah let me make that video then it will become more clear okay uh, hopefully I can make this in April I'm thinking okay next question what is Dimitri oh this Prabhu is there from Russia the test is that spiritual advancement means minimizing material activities. Bhakti Parishanubhava Virakti Ranyatrasyat. Yes. See, you are quoting like this lecture of on Bhagavad Gita 3.15.1968. See, you should understand that this is based on a verse. It's good that you quoted Prabhupada's lecture, but that what he said in that lecture is actually based on 11 to 42. So that Shastra, that that Shloka is what you should remember also. We should memorize. Actually, it's a very important Shloka. Bhakti Parishanubhava Virakti Ranyatra Chaisha Trikayaka Kalaha Prabhadyamanas Yathasnata Syustushti Pushtik Shudapayonughasam So this verse has to be in memory. So remember the verses. So when Prabhupada is saying something, he is always quoting from Shastra. So we have to learn the Shastra and then the varied ways in which Prabhupada um, applies each of those verses in different contexts, in different situations and how he applies and how we should see. So uh, all those layers of understanding of the verse we will get um, by how he uses in various places. Okay, Virendra. In Ritvik initiation, our spiritual master is still Prabhupada. Then the officiating priest Ritvik, who gives initiation is also our spiritual master? No. No, he gives it on behalf of Prabhupada. But of course, he can be as our Shiksha Guru. In that way, he is a spiritual master. Shiksha Guru. Not Diksha Guru. Diksha Guru is only Shri Prabhupada. But we can have Shiksha Gurus. Many. And the one who gives it on behalf of Shri Prabhupada, he can also be our Shiksha Guru. If we are learning anything from him, he is our Shiksha Guru. Hearing Tadwai Prabhu online lesson is Shravanam Bhakti. Well, Not my lecture. It is because of the subject. Okay, let me show you this verse. This actually perfectly... Uh, anybody who speaks about Krishna should always think like this. And this is what it actually is. Srimad Bhagavatam 3.6.36 Tatha pikirta yamyanga yathamati yathashrutam kirtim hareh swam satkartum Giram Anya Bhidhasatim. In spite of my inability, whatever I have been able to hear from the spiritual master and whatever I could assimilate, I am now describing in glorification of the Lord by pure speech. For otherwise, my power of speaking would remain unchaste. This is how, this is the mood with which even if we are speaking on Krishna, we have to speak like this. So I consider myself like this only. That I am actually unable and whatever I speak, I don't, you know, uh, I'm, on the, I'm not on the platform of realization. I'm, you know, whatever little bit I have assimilated, whatever little bit I have realized, I can tell. And I can just show, point to the verses which are there in the scriptures. And, you know, just to purify myself, just to purify my speech. And to preach to myself, actually, what I'm, these classes are not to preach to anybody else, but to myself, because um, I want to hear what I'm speaking. 
that's why I'm speaking these things so that I can remember Krishna and remember so if in the process it helps anybody else there is a bonus so there is a I think there is another the the signs of spiritual knowledge is like the sky vast unlimited but according to the capacity of the birds they can fly as high as they can so similarly the subject is always infinite but according to the realization of different devotees they can speak let me and there's there is actually a verse for this mm Just, just bear with me for a second here. No, not this. No, this. Hmm. Yes, is it the one? Yes, found it. Srimad Bhagavatam 1.18.23 Must need, need to, need to remember this. Aham hi prash, aham, aham hi prashtorya mano bhavadbhir Aachaksha atma vagamotrayavan Nabhah patantyatma samam patatrinas O Rishis, who are as powerfully pure as the sun, I shall try to describe to you the transcendental pastimes of Vishnu as far as my knowledge is concerned. As the birds fly in the sky as far as their capacity allows, so do the learned devotees describe the Lord as far as their realization allows. So, we may not be perfect in describing the Lord, but as much as we can realize, we can describe that. And anybody who hears that, because it's a topic of the Lord, it is always purifying. Provided we follow the footsteps of the Acharyas. If I describe in my own nonsense way, that is not purifying. That is poison. Avaishnava mukhodgirnam putam harikathamritam shravanam naivakartavyam sarpochishtam yathapayaha. It's like the milk which is nutritious but when it is when it is touched by a snake you can't touch that milk because it's poison now similarly the topics of krishna are nectarian but if they're touched by the lips of a non-devotee they are like poison so we should not hear them shravanam naiva kartavyam should not hear them. so that that's how it is then next Virendra, why do brahmacharis get married and become grihasthas after living many years in temple? You don't worry about them. You worry about your own spiritual life. This is my honest opinion, honest advice. There's nothing wrong in brahmacharis getting becoming grihasthas. What is your problem? It is, it is allowed. You know, 
whichever is comfortable okay brahmachari training one has received good now if you cannot maintain whole life brahmachari okay you get married and when one is serving krishna even as a grahastha if he can serve krishna very nicely then it, he is more than brahmachari because even in the presence of a wife he is still engaged in krishna consciousness so he is better than brahmachari hmm it is difficult to serve when there is family entanglement but in spite of all that if one serves and then makes his devotee children also devotees he is better than brahmachari so don't worry about whether you know they are in the temple they are becoming grahasthas i am not in the temple i am still remaining brahmachari <laughs> no Oh this is nice quote from Dimitri of oh, this quote is so big i have to stretch my head like that after reading i make notes he says uh shri prabhupada's lecture realization means you should write every one of you what is your realization that is required it is not passive always you should be active whenever you find time you write never mind two lines four lines let me put that again never mind two lines four lines but write your realization this is one of the functions of a vaishnava you are hearing but you have to right also right means remembering that right means remembering what you have heard from your spiritual master from scripture you know what this is so good i want to actually share this with all devotees one second uh, let me just screenshot that good because i want all the devotees to write we have a magazine here signs of godhead and we definitely want all the devotees to write as much as they can and that will be very nice engagement for everybody and true what prabhupad said when you write you have to really process your thoughts can you can't just write some garbage without any flow right so even though it may not may not be perfect it only comes with practice but by externalizing what we are what we have understood by putting it into words by articulating it we um are actually what we are doing is we are refining our thoughts and to be able to speak speak about something and make it clear to the other person who is hearing it i have to be first clear about what i am speaking if i speak something which doesn't make any sense how is the other person going to understand so when i am speaking or when i am writing it, it involves that thinking and that contemplation and that uh clarifying our thoughts and putting it down on paper or on the internet or com- computer whatever so one should write so this is actually something which all devotees should take seriously and actually it is not exactly about making notes in the class but it's about writing but making notes also is very important again prabhu said it's not a passive not that you sit down you know lean back yes prabhu good 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 class this is not hearing hearing means okay sit down make notes active not passive uh, that was that was a good point yeah you know yeah yeah that that's not <laughs> hearing yeah you make notes and you know reflect on it tat chrinvan supathan vicharana paro bhaktya vimuchyen naraha 12 13 18 of shrimad bhagavatam yeah next what is this manajakshmaji prabhu ji often fail to but when trans, but when transformation takes place fail to what 
sometimes don't understand what to say <laughs> uh often fail to but when transformation takes place well uh, i kind of understand your question so you try your best to do unfailing devotion service but sometimes you fail and so when will the transformation take place i hope i think that is a question yeah it's not going to happen overnight the transformation is happening already see when you grow from when you were a small kid did you see hey tomorrow yesterday i was this much today i am this much no we don't see the transformation like that it's over time and then when you see a photo like 5 years ago hey i grew up so much you see you will only see the transformation on in hindsight but day to day you won't see much transformation happening right so similarly in its transformation is happening from now you you see yourself like what you were like 2 years 3 years ago when you were not a devotee where was your mind where was your actions where was and now where it is is there an improvement that is a sign of advancement that means you're growing in devotion so transformation is going on it's not transformation is not an event it's a process event happens once like okay this is an event like a uh, marriage like the wedding day is the event but marriage is the entire life together right that's a process that's an event so similarly the diksha initiation ceremony is an event but the following of the instruction of the spiritual master is the process and the process is the main thing the event is the formality so similarly transformation is not an event it's not a thing that happens in a in a in a blip in time not like that it, it's it's a process so as much as we take to the process and gradually the, the transformation is already going on and it is progressively visible in the detachment okay so we were less detached now we become a little more detached but not completely detached okay and so in that way that way so as we progress the more we become detached from material materialistic life that's that's how it works and also it stays in the beginning sometimes we become detached but then sometimes attachment comes back like it's it's not stable because we are not on the platform of nishtha yet so when anartha nivritti is going on anarthas sometimes you know they are like waves they you know always turbulent so nishtha platform is when the turbulence stops and that's when one will never fail in his determination in his um focus in his renunciation in his intensity it only increases from there on there's no until then it's like like this after that it's like this and then it it gradually elevates and sometimes like a hyperbole it it, it goes like exponential from there on as much as one is sincere and you know he's you know properly um, keeping himself in the krishna consciousness ah uh, oh wow there's a huge question there Wait, I don't know if I can even <laughs> stay, take up the entire screen. Oh, I'm covered by this question. I'm <laughs> okay. Let let us read like that then. What to do? Hari Krishna Prabhu Ji, Dhanavad Pranam. According to Bhagavad Gita, whenever and wherever there is decline in religious practice and a predominant rise of irreligion, at that time I descend myself to deliver the pious and to annihilate the miscreants as well as to re-establish the principles of religion. 
So where was Krishna at the time when Mughals were destroying temples and stealing the gods and ornaments of the deities when they killed many brahmanas and pious peoples where he was? When Britishers were looting and doing violence in India, why didn't he why he didn't come? In past so much of massacre has happened in the world. At present time also there is no deficiency of demons and crooked people. So why he has not come yet? Why we have to wait till the end of Kaliyuga or for Kalki to come? Extremely sorry for putting these allegations. I just asked it to satisfy my curiosity and for being strong philosophically. Good. So Kalikalin Namarupe Krishna Avatar. Krishna has already descended in the form of his name. Nama Avatar. Nam is also an Avatar. Now, why were those Brahmanas killed and this and that? You know, there is see we only see the event, we only see a very narrow scope of reality. We don't know what they were actually before they became these Brahmanas who were killed. Like um Varaha Puran in the Chaitanya Bhagavat it is stated um, that Varaha Puran says that Rakshasim Kalimashritya Jayante Brahmayonishu. Let's try to take that out for you. Because you want to be strong philosophically, right? So let's look at the philosophy. I'll give you a hint of what is the what is going on. Oh, it is there in the 42140 purport also. Okay, good. Hmm. Ah. This is from Chaitanya Bhagavat. Uh, what is that? Adikhanda 16.301. Is actually quoted from Varaha Puran, which is also in the purport of 42140 uh, 42140 of Srimad Bhagavatam, but only half of the verse. You see here, Rakshasaha Kalimashritya. Oh, sorry, I'll make the text bigger. Font size. That's much better. Okay. Rakshasaha Kalimashritya Jayante Brahmayonishu Utpanna Brahmana Kule. Badhante Shrotriyan Krishan. In Kaliyuga, demons will take birth in the families of Brahmanas to harass those rare persons who are conversant with the Vedic way of life. Now, some people may do all deity worship temples and this and that, but if they are not, um, they were also many smarthas. Like, for example, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was you know, doing his pastimes, there were so many Brahmanas who were against him, caste Brahmanas. You see, in the name of Brahmanas, they are also doing some worship here and there, but against the preachers. And the Brahmanas are the ones who started the caste uh, discrimination, right? So that is Rakshasa. So there are, you so that's why we don't know, you see here it is said, demons who were in the Rakshasa, in the previous life they were Rakshasas, in Kaliuga they take both as Brahmanas. So, and the scriptures forbid one, forbid one from touching, speaking to or offering respects to such Brahmanas. All these verses are there, you see. So anyway, 
so that's why we don't know their background like if i go into a court of law at a time when the judge is passing his judgment and say death sentence for you to whoever now if i enter the hall then at that time without knowing the full case i oh, wow that that's dramatic i mean why why but if you know just maybe half an hour before you came you will understand not one death maybe three deaths he has to go through maybe some horrible thing he has done you know i mean that's why he is given such a punishment so we don't know the background so everything is happening by krishna's sanction only you think krishna's sanction was not there in such uh, things it was there nothing happens without his sanction so but those who have taken shelter of him they will not be annihilated they will not be and even if they seemingly were so called killed the soul will not be killed like in the battlefield of kurukshetra those who there are many who sided the pandavas many who sided the kauravas now those who sided the kauravas all died in the pandavas side pandavas remained alive but many many persons who supported them still died you may say are they are on the side of krishna they fought for pandavas sons themselves died and horribly died you know ashwatthama killed them murdered them actually did not kill them on the battlefield he murdered them in the night when they were sleeping he beheaded them when krishna was on their side and now you may say where is krishna when this is happening what was he doing now you don't know what the story is and abhimanyu abhimanyu was killed unlawfully in the in, in the battle where was krishna krishna was right there why did he save abhimanyu why didn't he save abhimanyu now there's a background story and at least in this case we know the background story background story is that abhimanyu is actually see all the participants of krishna leela they are either eternal associates or demigods who come to assist in his leela participate in his leela so this abhimanyu is the son of the uh, moon god and the moon god agreed to send his son to you know um, serve the lord in his past times but then because he was very attached to his son he said i want my son back in 16 days and moon on the moon 16 days means he was 16 years so when abhimanyu was 16 years old he died so the lord agreed to that condition that okay you can after 16 days that means 16 years on earth you can take him back that's why he died and went back so in this case we know the background story but in the case of others we don't know so yamaraj knows what is the background of these people so nothing is happening without a reason nothing is happen there's no such thing as lack of justice so now that does that mean that everything is happening is justice so let every, everything happen as it as it is happening that is also not true why why then because the devotees now the karma anusar whatever is happening is happening but the devotees try to nullify everybody's karma by introducing krishna consciousness by introducing another material you know rule yeah you can you can control it to an extent but the heart should be cleansed like with like in singapore the rules are very strong the law is very strong so the um, uh, stealing and all these things are very crime is quite low here um but that does not mean that the, their hearts are clean at the slightest opportunity people may again commit sinful activity or um, crimes criminal activity but because of the fear of the government they are you know many many are you know uh, not going beyond the limit that is one way of controlling 
but the heart is not cleansed so the devotees what they do yes everybody is going through their karma but still they want to introduce krishna consciousness to that person so that karma can be gone krishna says no those who surrender to me 18 chapter verse 66 sarva dharman parityajya maam ekam sharanam vraja aham tvam sarva papebhyo mokshayishyami masuchaha abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me i shall deliver you from all sinful reactions whatever your karma you are going through i will deliver you do not fear from all sinful not some sinful you know all provided we surrender to him so a devotee will present that so by chanting hare krishna he he spreads the holy name he spreads krishna prasanna these are all steps to surrender chanting hare krishna means i surrender to krishna, you krishna radha krishna please engage me in your service i surrender to you now the person may not know the meaning of the this 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 mood of the chanting but just by chanting by taking krishna's name he has already started his purification and the process of surrender has started you see so in this way kalikale namarupe krishna avatar so in the form of the holy name the lord has incarnated we don't have to wait for kalki now also that's why we have to spread the holy name hmm just like krishna when he came to this world he came to vrindavan mathura where his devotees are there similarly the name will also go where the devotees go krishna will always be with the devotees so the devotees have to go everywhere and take the name and you know let everybody hear so that that is what our preaching movement is all about okay dimitri prabhu i don't quite understand one thing in bhagavad gita 327 it is said that we are not the doers and activities are carried out by the modes of material nature how come that we have little independence but still we are not the doers so we have a desire and this desire is fulfilled by the three modes of material nature or how whatever we do is performed by the modes of material nature so yes so i have explained this a few times before the material nature is the doer for example we don't we did not create this body by the modes of nature we have gotten this body but again then why are we responsible for our actions if we are not the doers the thing is sangha sanjayate kamaha by our association if we associate with the mode of goodness we behave in the mode of goodness then our actions our inclinations are all different mode of passion our inclinations are such a mode of ignorance our inclinations are such so according to our association with the modes we engage in activity actually the spirits it's like this um i think in one russian class also i, I explained this <clears throat> like when you are in a dream you are not doing anything right you are just sleeping you are lying, lying down on the bed but in the dream you are doing many things or another other another example is a video game now you are just sitting on a chair i don't i, I hope uh, nobody is playing video games here but i used to play when i was a kid and i'm just sitting on the chair but inside i am you know killing somebody shooting or sh- whatever game it is and you know sometimes i am getting shot in the game and then i feel uh, i should kill this person now i am getting all this worked up but actually i'm doing nothing i'm just sitting on a chair but in the virtual 
space, I'm doing so many things. So similarly, the soul is not doing anything. But in this dreamland of this material world, in this like game-like virtual reality, because of our association, just like I am sitting and associating with that screen, that the thing, therefore I am thinking I am that person in that, uh, on the screen. This is our misidentification. When I am playing a game, I think I am the person who is on there on that screen. And therefore, when I get shot, I feel that I am dying. You see? So, I'll, although I cannot die. So, similarly, we are doing like that. So, we are associating with these modes of nature and therefore, the modes of nature are carrying out, forcing us to do things. Hmm. Like, getting haunted. We are getting haunted by Maya. We agree to be haunted by the mode of goodness or passion or ignorance. And then, when a person is haunted by a ghost, he does many things, but actually he is not doing it. The ghost is doing it. Through him. But he agreed to, he made himself vulnerable to the haunting of the ghost. That is his mistake. If he would have stayed, um, you know, in the company of good people, he would not have been, you know, uh, haunted by the ghost. But he did something which uh, allowed the ghost to haunt him or overtake or take over his body, his consciousness. So, that is our problem. We should be strong in Krishna, with Krishna. But we neglected that and we allowed the ghost of Maya in the form of these three modes of material nature to haunt us. And now being haunted, we are acting like these haunted people. That verse is there in the Prema Bhakti Chandrika. No, not Prema Bhakti Chandrika. Prem Vivarta by Jagadananda. Jagadananda. What is that? Um, Pisachi Pile Jena Mati Channa Hoy Mayagrasta Jiver Hoy Shai Bhava Udoy. Pisachi Pile Jena Mati Channa Hoy. When our intelligence becomes completely bewildered, when the ghost haunts us, Pisachi. Similarly, one who is under Maya is like that. He is a haunted person by a ghost. So we are haunted by the ghost. And therefore, we misidentify ourselves, we do... See, when a person is haunted by a ghost, he will speak nonsense, he will do nonsense. But when he is not haunted, he will not do like that, he will not behave like that. Similarly, in our original state, we don't behave like this. But because we are haunted by Maya, by the three modes of material nature, we are behaving like this. And, and we are suffering. Who will suffer? When a person is haunted by a ghost, he will do nonsense things. But who suffers? The ghost does not suffer, he will suffer. Similarly, Maya haunts us, and makes us do these things and then we suffer. This is what is happening. I hope that clarified a little bit. Vanajakshamaj is the next question. Prabhuji kindly ignore the earlier text. Often fail to transform oneself even after an understanding. How one can imbibe the teachings of the scriptures? Good. So you hear once, you understand it, of course, because you understand English. It does not mean the realization is, a yet, is yet to come still. So, Jnanam and Vijnanam. So, the Vijnanam will come with repeated hearing. And now, you have noticed, now you have learned, now you have heard, you have understood. But still, you are not able to follow. But you know what happened? There is an improvement there. Now you understand what you are not following. Until now, because you do not have the knowledge, you do not even know what you were not following or what you were following. What is to be followed, what is not to be followed, nothing you knew. But now, you know what is to be done. 
you know what is what but still you are sometimes i mean everybody goes through this i mean we are all on that stage we try to you know we understand yes this but we are not able to fully fully you know we make mistakes yes i know i, I should not offend vaishnavas but then i i do or i should not worship the dham or name i should chant attentively but again we do we don't chant attentively so in this way we do commit offenses but the only way to nullify these offenses is contemplate on the instruction and notice ourselves whether i'm following okay and pray to the spiritual master pray to the devotees pray to them and whenever we do commit offenses devotees ask for forgiveness and okay don't disturb the devotees prabhu ji sorry sorry every day today i thought something about you sorry so tomorrow i thought something about you again sorry no need to in at least in your mind and whenever we meet uh, we, that's why we vancha kalpataru bhascha we say this and we bow down to devotees why because of this so any accidental or intentional offenses that we may perform can be nullified if we ask for forgiveness and vaishnavas will be ready to forgive so uh, don't expect that you know overnight everything will then uh, sleep today and tomorrow wake up a pure devotee it's not going to happen like that it takes time at least now we know where we are wrong okay then the next step is try to repeatedly we will fall again 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 and after some time we will just like the child when he is trying to walk when he will fall once he will fall twice he can't like hey what is this come on you know every time i am just falling right that is how we will learn then slowly slowly he will walk three steps and again fall are what is this after three steps again i fall no no of course it will happen after the seven steps again he will fall after some time he will not fall again so it's like that vijay sharma prabhu what is a long time if someone is already old then is it too late for him to catch up bahunam janmanamante gyanavan maam prapadyate many lifetimes after many births and deaths he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is such a great soul is very rare now <laughs> doesn't mean that you are wait for many lifetimes but it is possible in one second also it is possible if it is um like khatwanga maharaj khatwanga of course these are exceptional cases i understand but it's never too late to catch up or if it is late it is late, better late than never right but parikshit maharaj had 7 days is 7 days too late not really because he perfected his life of course he is actually a perfect even before he was born krishna protected him in the womb but that is an example 7 days heard it non stop so whatever life is left in us now you are saying you are old i may be old prabhu says what is old age old means you're going to die now who knows when we're going to die now if tomorrow i die and you die maybe another hopefully 100 years later <laughs> or <laughs> maybe at least say 20 years or 50 years or whatever now i am older than you because i'm going to die tomorrow if i am so it depends so old is is subjective old is when prabhupada said old wins we're going to die that is the definition of old age so how do we know when we when we're going to die so who is old and who is not how will we even say 
so in in one sense we have to think that we are always old and we can die at any moment so therefore we have to be serious at any time what is wow another next question Ravi why did you not read the posted sanskrit shlokas sorry you post in english i'll read why have to read sanskrit shlokas? you have question you post uh, what what shloka you read there? i have to search now where is the shloka what is the shloka and i'm quite slow ananya अनसचिंतन तुम ये नुक्तास्लीज If you are, if you have a question, please ask. See, everybody, all the devotees are waiting here for so long, you know, patiently, and then you ask something. So I read this sloka. So what is the thing now? What is the question? You should have purpose, Prabhu. You should not disturb the class like that. What is it? Yeah, this is, yeah, this is the one. One eighteen twenty-three, correct. Uh, bringing in. P.J. Sharma, bringing in a family into Krishna consciousness is more powerful and higher service, in my opinion. You know that, in my opinion, IMO, that disqualifies the statement, <laughs> because our opinion doesn't matter. Yeah. See, you you mean to say better than Brahmacharya is a grahastha, because he brings his family. so that that's why marrying is better than remaining celibate is that your opinion is that what you're trying to say not exactly no because it depends on our intensity in krishna consciousness now if a grahastha the distractions are many but if he can keep a strict regimen of krishna consciousness then yes he is as good a brahma, as a brahmacharya even sometimes even greater but just because i'm bringing some you know family as devotees but all half baked devotees what is the point and even brahmachari also just by wearing saffron cloth is not it's not that he is a great devotee what is the intensity of krishna consciousness like we know some of the devotees here know of past one one so called brahmachari that we know wearing saffron color but watching movies and you know playing games and you know whatever he wants he doesn't read anything he talks nonsense he fights with everybody what is the point of such a brahmachari he is not a brahmachari nonsense so <clears throat> the main thing is our intensity of krishna consciousness that is what defines it not the our, not our varna or ashrama position now you may say that bringing a family is more uh, powerful and higher service that's what you're saying now a grahastha may bring one family <clears throat> but a sanyasi who is preaching he will bring many many devotees from various families will pick them up and bring them now grahastha may make his 
wife, his two sons or daughter, five, four, five people into devotees. Sometimes that also fails. So, but a preacher, he makes many, many devotees. So, which one is more powerful? So, that we should not say that, you know, Grahastha is more powerful or Brahmacharya is more powerful. Sometimes Grahasthas can preach very well and yes, they are powerful, you know, empowered. Anybody who is uh, sincere, humble, we, he should never think that, oh, this is better, that is better. Every service, if it is service, it is service, it is service. Of course, one should think oneself lower than others. If I am thinking I am better than others, that is not correct consciousness. See that? So, bringing a family into Krishna consciousness is definitely a very good service. That is actually, the, it's not just a great service, it's a duty. If you don't do that, you are failed. And make them, in fact, Prabhupada said, the duty of Grahasthas is to produce Brahmacharis. Can you give your son to Krishna, direct, full surrender and completely dedicated to Krishna? That many devotees also, parents cannot do it. I have seen many, many devotees. In fact, almost all. They cannot give their children to Krishna's full-time, Krishna's service. They want their children to remain as, you know, working and then devotees. That is different. The duty of Sarvalabdhar Panenacha, Guru Shushrushaya Bhaktiya, Sarvalabdha Arpanenacha, 7730, Bhagavatam. Everything that we have, we should give it to Guru. Our son also. Hmm. That is the standard of actual Grihastha life, like Bhaktivinoda Thakur. He produced Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati, you see. Actually, all his sons, children were devotees. And Bhaktisiddhanta is the most shining example of his sons. So, you see, that is Grihastha. That is a level. That, yes. So, anyway, even then also, we should never consider ourselves better, this is better, that. Everybody must do their duty and everybody is perfect. Okay. Dimitri Prabhu. It's the first time I've joined a class. Thank you very much for your answers and patience. I hope to be able to attend classes more often. Thank you very much for your association, Prabhu, in this um, live stream. It's always, uh, you know, pleasing when we have nice devotees. Dhira Das. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. You are completely giving full justice to all the questions by solving all the doubts that we have to using scriptural evidence. Koti Koti Dhanavad. Hare Krishna. Dhanavad Pranam. Dasosmi. I pray to Krishna that by hearing from you, may I get the little speck of this quality that you possess. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. I don't know what quality I possess. I'm just showing you what is there on the screen. Prabhupada is doing all the preaching there. Alright, that's the end of today's session. Finally, what's the time? Almost three hours. Thank you so much for patiently attending the entire session. And we will see you again on Saturday with the Chaitanya Charitamrita class. 7.30 Singapore time. Thank you again. Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrindh Ki Jai, Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Bhagavad Gita Ki Jai, Nitai Gaur Primanande, Hari Hari Bol, Hare Krishna. Saturday is Chaitanya Charitamrita class, Sunday is Gaur Purnima. Alright, Hare Krishna.